It wouldn't let me unmute you this time. I don't know what's going on, dude. I lost my admin privileges, dude. <laughs> There it goes. There it goes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking my mouse died. Literally, Your right. Mouse died. <laughs> my mouse died. I went to go move it. It's not moving. So, but you you got me uh, unmuted. So that's all good. What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again. What number is this? One hundred six. One hundred seven. Yeah, one hundred six. Yeah. How you guys doing tonight? Technology is a motherfucker Pretty sometimes when you don't have batteries that work. But hell yeah. As always, I'm your uh, host, Anthony. What's going on, guys? I'm I'm with a re- one resident homie right now. Joel Horner is with me. We're going to see uh, Joseph the Professor later on tonight. And tonight we are joined by the Warforged Dudes for a part two episode. We got Jason Nitz, Alex Damsky, and Tim O'Brien. What's going on? Tim, new to the show. How are you, Tim? Oh, I'm doing awesome. Hell Glad yeah, Glad to dude. be here. First podcast I've ever been on. What oh, is it really? Is your What's good, podcast? my man's number one? Yeah, never been on a podcast. Oh, okay, well, we're just gonna be chilling, dude. What so do you What do you good. order from McDonald's when you get it? Oh, uh, when I go. Oh, to yeah, McDonald's, what do you order from McDonald's when you get it? And I don't know this. McChicken. Yeah. McChicken. Just okay, just keep yeah, it simple. You just get McChicken one McChicken. Yeah, one McChicken and <laughs> like oh, fry. That's a that's a move. That's like Hi. a. You know? Right now, right now they got that fucking uh, two for two deal in the morning with the uh, sausage uh, sausage uh, McMuffin. I've been like oh, hitting geez. that super hard, dude. <laughs> so I like their Sprite. Two for two bucks, and then a dollar the dollar coffee, three bucks. You're fucking good until fucking you know two o'clock in the afternoon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zach <laughs> in the that. chat, dude. What up, uh, Zach? They got that special Sprite, man. Yeah, they get it like directly from the creature. There, it's like better yeah, than that means like sparkly and sharp. Yeah, dude. Directly from the creature. They, yeah, they milk the fat they milk the fattest guy's tits that works there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get Sprite. I was once bad enough to have Sprite coming out of my tits, so I know. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you still boy. still get a little out of you. I get is a little Sprite it, lactations, it, man. Is it the go, sprite Who wants a lick? Who wants um? <laughs> does it you come out carbonated? Right does it come out carbonated, or do they have to put it in the carbonated machine, dude? It comes out carbonated, dude. My fucking carbonate my heart, dude. That was my song that I wrote, man. My heart's carbonated. Carbonate my heart, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know what I'm What up, Chris Beatty? Yo, what up, me. Chris? You feel me, Chris? <laughs> what if Chris I just kept doing? Spilling yeah, beer all my computer, it goes off. Nerds. <laughs> yeah. What up, Ben? Ben Woodward. ben Woodward in the fucking chat. What's yeah. good, Ben? Ben's our homie. Hey, so what do you think, Anthony? Ben, about, uh, what do you think about uh, David Lynch, dude? What about him, dude? I'm just kidding. Was, that, was well, that was an old yeah, uh, greatest auteur to ever. Get about Warforged. Let's just talk about fucking. Bless the film <laughs> industry. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I looked at the old. Uh, it came up on my memories that old uh, Cali Death Bingo. Yeah, that, like oh, it's yeah. like it's like it's a well, Joel when Joel Anthony are wasted. One was David Lynch. That was like I don't know. I, we're, uh, we were just David talking Lynch. about it uh, pre pod, but nothing's for no one. I had a fucking blast on that episode, dude, because I got to you know wax poetic and and discuss what everything that David Lynch is with Jason, a fellow fan. That I and and you, it really is like super cool to talk to somebody that actually knows the shit you know because you could be the guy who's like oh yeah i, I saw mulholland drive 
and all that kind of shit. But no, you got to go deeper than that with me, dude. Good time. Yeah. And I got to do that <laughs> yeah, on nothing for no one. So I was stoked. Dude, a big, a big part of my creative brain definitely developed from reading his book about, uh, about creativity. I always can't think of catching the big fish. Catching the big ever, fish yep. Yeah, dude, it's that book. I recommend it to anybody. That's like, if you are at a point in your life where you feel like you have writer's block to any extent, or you're running out of ideas, or you're trying to find a way to kind of hone in on your creativity, that fucking book is like, it's definitely like relates to like what we've been doing. Like I've interpreted, we've, brought in those processes to some of the ways we've written our music now that and, book's uh, easy for it's, it's um very accessible for pretty much anybody who picks it up too it's not like he's yep. writing pages and pages and pages of 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 stuff it's really yeah. just like he he's kind of short sweet and to the point and just make sure he says everything he wants to say in the least amount of words so you know a page could really only be a paragraph in that book you know, it's just I, know I love thing. that though that's so sick to me yeah <laughs> and ain't yeah okay. so yeah if you want to it's catching the big fish that's a good one to yeah it's awesome keeping the bathroom while you're while you're taking those while you're monstrous shit, volcanic dumps that, that we were talking about yeah, shit inspiration yeah, pop, <laughs> pop your hemi in the bowl and fucking read some <laughs> yeah, yeah dude pop a hemi in that bowl yeah, i'm, I'm shitting i'm writing dude <laughs> yeah, we brought it up like multiple times before it's like definitely like shitting and pissing like you come up with some like like on this podcast oh, i'll be like every time i have to piss i'm like oh that's a good question or like you know like i'll come up with something when i'm pissing or i need to get that thing. isn't that funny you know, that like, you're you're expelling yeah, what do you um, have, like physical uh baggage and mental baggage at the yeah same it's like time. yeah it's like a meditation it's like a, all right calm down uh all right what what's have, going on in life you, you know have like, like six you have like a six minute piss where you had enough time to think about shit <laughs> no i just go like <laughs> like add mind yeah, oh, okay. yeah nuts yeah yeah I thought sometimes you just get stuck the there yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, sometimes you're just done and you just gotta sit there for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Just finish your thoughts. Yeah, it's sitting there hanging like it's at the top of your bladder, and you just need to like get it out, and like it just falls yeah. out the end. You're like, oh, idea, and then you just you go got, and you run with it. Yeah. You guys like to piss in the sink? I mean, when I was if younger, I had, if I had to pull it off, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what makes me? You know what makes me piss a lot is coffee, dude. And uh, oh, yeah. a good place to get oh, your coffee yeah. is the battleforgecoffee.com. Oh, nice. I wasn't ready for that like that little segue Battle there forged, um, more forged what the fuck is going yeah, on? yeah a lot of oh, forging going on hell yeah, forged, yeah a lot of promo, forging. there promo should be code a... warforged it'll say error but hopefully in the future it'll, it'll say... <laughs> yeah <laughs> hopefully warforged 100 percent off discount they're giving yeah. you free coffee <laughs> <at Battle Forged. laughs> on us just kidding we don't have the money for that sorry you guys you to collab with battleforged i know you should yeah very close. i would love to do it yo those are the deeds of flesh dudes right yeah oh yeah I pretty much cut off my left nut to just be like yo what up dudes so i'm <laughs> totally on game yo, what up, dudes? oh this wasn't worth it at all <laughs> path of awakening but i love it oh <laughs> yeah damn sacrificing a nut for that damn yeah i'll show you guys a that band i think that yeah saying. you guys know i feel that band is like, <laughs> that pinnacle i love i just sonically i love that band and what they bring to death metal fuck totally. yeah dude yeah. they're definitely our uh embarrassing thing. 
the our, the one band to represent our state for sure in the underground yeah. death metal scene dude those are that's our those are our daddies our pioneers right. of the genre our, yeah. our parents are our death metal parents kind of, yeah yeah hell yeah <laughs> buy their coffee dads <laughs> buy our dad's coffee please uh, yeah, yeah fuck yeah that's awesome so uh with you guys though where where do you guys want people to go for uh, warforge related information and merchandise um you could go anywhere honestly i pretty much have designed our links to be available as streamlined as possible on all of our social media so you should be able to find it on our facebook <laughs> our instagram and our uh <laughs> twitter but the uh if you're looking to buy like any of our like the record our new album the grove sundial there's cds available now at artisan era's store and on night shift merch there's album merch available that we designed with the art that we got made from the album. Jason and I actually designed the shirts and worked our asses off in a small, in his small ass bedroom room on Photoshop, <laughs> trying to come up with something cool. It's not insane, but I like it. And uh, by Sam Nelson. Yeah. Sam Nelson. Shout out. Oh, he did Sam the artwork. Nelson. Yeah. 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 But, um, and then yeah, we have our shit. own merch store uh, on, I believe it's Warforged. I'm going to find the link. Oh, you know what? I think it's it's on our link tree and on all of our pages, but we have our own merchandise site where we sell all of our own stuff. And yeah, we're actually going to be point. doing some uh, merch drops on there in the future. One, nice. hopefully, within the next couple of months. So keep your eyes peeled. We're working on some shit right now. We do have a link shit. tree, too. Uh, <laughs> our link tree is the best way to find it. So. Uh, yeah, so Facebook has a link tree. Facebook, uh, Instagram has a link tree. I had to take down the link tree on Instagram because it got flagged for violent content, which I don't understand. So oh, yeah. uh, it was our only that. fan. Yeah, that literally happened yeah. yesterday, and I didn't tell. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, dude. But I had to take it down because it wouldn't let any of. I shared a post when we uh, announced this episode, and I got a fucking notification that was like. What's violent about our link tree? Thanks, that the yeah. word war is in the name. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe <laughs> these guys are pro war. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Very forging. Yeah, it's because yeah. our OnlyFans had that picture of me shoving a shish kebab up Jace's asshole. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That'll be five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like a premium. Take it content. from the band account, dude. Yeah, right. That would be five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we have our so we have our own merch, which we uh. Like all of our leftover tour merch, and it's shipped straight from Max's house, uh, yeah. who's not here. Alex's brother, our guitar player. And um, yeah, that's where we're going to kind of streamline all of the stuff that we make. So if you're looking to help us out directly, that's where to go. We have all, there's like a ton of sick shit. We're actually going to be doing a sale within the next week, too. So keep your eyes peeled. Black we're Friday. Off. Yeah, exactly. So we're just, and we got like, we, we still, we ordered so much for that Rivers of Nile tour that we did, but oh, we yeah, paid our bill. Like we're that not. tour fucking yeah. paying the bill. And uh, so we're just, we kind of have a lot left. Mm. We're enough left to where we can still keep pushing it. And uh, yeah. And then check mm. out our record on Spotify, the Grove Sundial. Check it out. It came out two months ago. So, sick record. Uh, still fresh yeah, as fuck. Yeah, and we ain't Thanks, stopping guys. yet, man. The freight yeah. train. So yeah, hey, thank you, Ben go. Woodward, ben for the Woodward. fucking dude. He rules, man. Link Shout out, Link man. He's got that fucking <laughs> link tree on lock yeah. there. You guys ever read shit like 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 when you see like abbreviations of shit, you read it like that in your head. Like when once someone says WTF, you go, "What the fuck?" Like you say it that in your head. 
Oh, shout out to Stick Drummer actually. Magazine in here. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck? Oh, yeah. Ian, awesome. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to fucking, what, club, man. what did you get? Fucking like ten thousand views on that or something, Jason? Yeah, they came out to a show in uh, yeah, you had Nashville and they stream. live streamed it when we played it, and it was fuck yeah, very fucking nuts. Yeah, but we like were 10, like far enough into the tour where I was getting high on stage every day. And I was nice. like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that, was like, that was like the eighth show of the tour. <sighs> I'm still smoking weed on stage. Yeah. That's what's up, dude. Yeah, yeah I remember. Uh, I remember that. I think we were in Rochester, New York, and um, they showed up, and they were filming Casey. And Casey, this was like we were 2008 or nine, and oh, Casey was just like, "Fuck, dude, they're gonna, they're gonna do it." He was like so nervous, and, and like, cause he was like never been filmed like by like a drum thing like behind them, like uh. people that are only drummers and stuff. And he was like on the video, you see him just going like, "I don't know what that was." I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> like he says that. Yeah, no, no, he just goes like, he just he goes, like his mouth is like, ah. Oh. He's totally yeah. focused on the camera only. Like he's like, he's like, because he's like, he's he's getting what he's murdering, and like he like yeah, maybe he's he fucks a beast. Up maybe one little thing that only he could yeah. tell, and then he's, he's like, I don't like, know. Like, Sorry, this is gonna get like a million views. So chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. No, shout out to man. Ian Ian McDonald. Shout out to oh, Ian. Yeah. He's been hanging out with us for with a while kids, right? now, and uh, on the live shows, and uh, yeah. Sick yeah, Drummer awesome. Magazine's been something that I've known about for a very, 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 very long time. It, it's the standard for death metal drummers, dude. That's like, for my dude. generation, it's definitely the standard. Like, that's, yeah, that, I mean, that was like the dream show. to ever be even mentioned by that website when I was a kid. So, right. that was very cool to like have. For me, it was insane to have that experience, but through lots of therapy, I've been able to <laughs> kind of <laughs> not really. You know, it, it's sort of like I had, a, like like I said, I was smoking weed on stage a bunch on that tour. And I had like, it was kind of interesting because there were a lot of reactions where people would come up to me and they would just be like, how the fuck do you do that? Aren't you worried about fucking up? And it's like, yes, but no. I'm also like a human being. Like this yeah. tour was a huge learning experience for everybody. This was like our first big pro tour. So it's like no sleep driving all the fucking time, like yep. overnight driving all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, it was not like, I mean, you know, it, it, it was definitely different from the previous touring that we did. So yeah. Shout uh, out to that dude that said he was at the Portland show. Cause that was an overnight drive to that show. <laughs> Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, a, that was sick. I really like. Yeah, that. fuck yeah. So all you do is support the show. Yeah, you fuck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, fucking. There, there's a great video. Um, if you see, uh, it's like Warforged new song or something. It's a live video that someone posted. Yeah, William Bond. What do we uh, play? What what song was it? There, place? It, was, it was place to break your bones. Place to break yeah. your bones. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, there's the part where I'm I'm like head banging during like that kind of like heavy section near the end of the song. And I like pulled something in my back and it like yeah. shot up to my neck and I immediately stopped headbanging and I'm like rubbing the back of my neck. <laughs> I also like, wanted to, I kind of wanted to point out, and I wanted to point this out because I was taking a look. I was just kind of like skimming through it a little bit this morning, but I was watching some of our first episode on this show. Mm -hmm. Adrian was out of our band at the time. Tim, yeah. Tim I don't. I pretty much he, almost in the band. Tim was almost in the band. We yeah. still hadn't was, like confirmed gonna, it yet. It was gonna and be I spent thing, most yeah. of that entire episode trying to like avoid talking about that shit. Yeah, yeah. that was sick. <laughs> Alex was Alex was like, super sick. I think I watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was coming yeah, off. Dude. I was coming off the fucking. Uh, uh, yeah, I was coming off. The yeah, I feel the Alex is fucking animated tonight, dude. You're uh, fucking on one, man. Yeah, man. I got a couple Okachims. It's my favorite beer. But yeah, okay, you can okay, tell the difference that it was like, okay, I could see how fucking nervous I was just because 
uh we like the last three years of this band have been or two years of this band have been fucking insane they've been yeah anything unlike anything i've ever experienced in my entire life and it's been like it's been the best shit in the world but it's been also like life-changing because it's like i didn't think we could do everything that we ended up doing to get to this point but we like we did somehow. We did that fucking tour somehow. And it you guys crushed the right. tour. You guys crushed the tour now. So now you've shown other like uh, booking agents and stuff, and and other like professional agencies that like, hey, dude, we can get through a tour. We can do it. We're professional. Yeah, we'll handle it. And now it's only up like uphill or downhill. Yeah. Didn't, didn't yeah, upish, show, upish downish. We're always there on time. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, totally. Yeah, it's no, it's. I mean, once you're in the their their spotlights and stuff, and you've that that tour was like like I was gonna get into a little bit. I saw you guys at uh, Berkeley. And, yeah, uh, I remember. I, was, I wish we yeah. hung out more, dude. I know. I, I just yeah, fucking like hugs, man. You, man. I missed okay, it. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I gave, remember. I gave you a hug. that day too for some reason. I, I was because we had an overnight. That was before. Portland, that was when right? we had to do the. Yeah, that was Portland. before. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I had to do that overnight drive, and I went to bed after our set. So I'm sorry, I didn't. No, no. We get. I got. I gave you a hug and stuff. It was a crazy night for me too because it was kind of like the post. We were just talking about this pre pre pod. Was like the post kind of COVID like big like underground death metal show for our area. And uh, I was like super stoked. And there's so many people. There was fucking like I forget who was there. So many fucking yeah. people there that I know. Yeah, and your buddies with like, Kev, your buddies with Kevin Moeller from Alubio. Yeah, every yeah. time he brings you up in our conversations, he's like, "My buddy Justin. Joel." And I'm like, "Whoa, slow down, Mister Big Pants. <laughs> We're friends too." Uh, <laughs> slow down a little bit, Kevin. Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love yeah. fucking. Uh, we love Eli. Kevin, and we love those. Oh, I love dudes. Kevin. Eli, Eli, Eli from yeah, Club was at that show. Fucking yeah, we. Uh, we oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot you of people was at there? that show. Fucking uh, what's his name was there? Uh, Alan Burton was there. Oh yeah, yep. For yeah. Sure. Symbiotic, yeah, yeah. There. Yeah, we bonded totally. hard with those Olivia guys symbolic. on that tour, though, and we became oh, real yeah. close friends with those dudes. I love yeah. that's sick. And there looks the like they're Los Afflusia and fucking um, Rivers are killing it right now. Like in uh, Dude, Europe, yeah. I'm seeing those videos yeah. and stuff looks out there. Like, yeah, they're crushing it, man. And Elite too. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, every every awesome. buddy on that tour had been on the show previously too. Yeah, it's awesome. That's another yeah. cool seeing that flyer and like, oh shit, we've had people from every one of those bands on the show. <laughs> That's weird. It's such a weird thing now because like it's a like a podcast environment that we're in now, and it's like cool. I've they've been on our podcast. Like I don't know what that means now. Like like it's like yeah. it used to be like I've toured with this band before. Now it's like right? yeah, they've been on my Zoom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's a trip. It's a weird thing. It's it's funny that we kept it going so long because fuck, it was kind of just like a let's just do it for a fun thing. Now it's like 106. Like what the fuck? Yeah, it's awesome, like, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's it's a trip. Quite a feat for you guys. And well, I was like, big, it, it, I love this show. When it first came out, and it was in the middle of the pandemic, it was just such a fucking beacon of light that it oh, was yeah. like, yeah, it was so awesome, energy. Man. Yeah, it definitely yeah, it got. Really- Definitely helped me get through the hard no, times for sure. Was huh? that? No, your first it was your first episode Deeds of Flesh or was it Decrepit Birth? It was Decrepit because I was like okay. kind of no, like a, for me oh, it was Joel's Decrepit. decrepit for yeah. uh, Anthony it was Deeds because I remember um, right you I came was, on as a guest and you became host. Right. Yeah, because I was like thinking about doing it and stuff, but I just didn't. I don't know. I was kind of like Alex, not you ready. fucking he didn't, he didn't believe in us. Yet. <laughs> he didn't. Alex, study the come up of the show before you decide to come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I'm an episode well, both, three. both those I'm episodes are classic as fuck, dude. Those are both yeah, they're really awesome. good episodes too. Joel didn't That's why he wasn't in the beginning. Yeah, and then Decrepit. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I didn't actually, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, there was a there was a decrepit episode. I was so nervous. I drank a 12 pack of nine percent IPAs through that. So I was 
I was I, it was dusted by the end. I was like fucking like going like oh yeah totally. <laughs> I was like kind of like not knowing how this whole went. I'm like oh that shit, rules, this is gonna man. people are gonna see this. Yeah. So and it was you kind look of back like on it thing. now, it's so funny because all the people that you're hanging with are the people that you knew very well. It was just the fact that we were hitting you should the see that. Button. Watch Anthony, watch like an old podcast of ours. We're like, yeah, yeah dude, totally. Well, we're like so like locked in. We're not like we're just not all comfortable. We're still kind of like nervous. This is my like, intro, yeah. my intros are probably way more energetic. I'm just not like, like, what's going on? How's it going? What's going on, everybody? Yeah, I love yeah. that shit though because you would get more drunk and drunk throughout the end of the. Oh episode, yeah, dude. I still do that. I still do that same exact thing though 106 episodes in I just dra- gradually get too <laughs> fucked up <laughs> yeah. but last week I looked like I was sleeping probably because I was so high which by the way I'm going to hit that yeah. Yeah. I got my fucking bong cooling in the fridge right now, but I'm gonna nice. participate after. I've I've tobacco like, like like fucking Anthony hits the like I had it like twenty times like Anthony just goes like toe for toe I'm like dude it's fucking nicotine brother like yeah. I'm chilling and he's just all like fucking like at the end of the night just g'd out you know what I'm dude saying? Jason how old are you I'm thirty I'm gonna oh, be thirty one like in like a month the the statement I'm I'm chilling my bong in the freezer right now is totally older than 30 <laughs> I, would, I would take that from like a guy in his 40s i'm chilling my bong and dude wait till you right see now, it dude. man i got this coffee cup bong that i was hitting on tour i got a newer version of you'll i'll i'll show it off i'll give you the stamps and everything All it's right. the shit it's very up, it's very sick but yeah i think it's, it's a- Oh, oh sorry, I'm sorry. sorry to go. I know we're doing the, the whole delay zoom thing that's my that's my favorite with like interviews yeah. especially like you look on live tv they'll have like It'll be fucking for millions of people, and they'll like it'll be like someone with a microphone, and they'll ask them a question. They'll just be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So um, <laughs> I'm like, "Jesus, there's like a seven second delay, right? Like, how do you even communicate?" Like, yeah. But uh, I actually kind of want to get into to Tim because we we got into to fucking Alex and Big Nits over here uh, last time about it, like baby. about the Anthony speech he's about to give. My speech, <laughs> or I don't know if it's a speech really. But yeah, Tim, how we like to start the show with people, especially since you're new on the, the show, we're going to dive into you a little bit. Um, right. A good starting point that we've always used is um, take us back in time to a time in your childhood, earliest memory you could think of where you're sitting there, you're playing with your Legos, or you're fucking playing video games, and some music was in the background, maybe in the video game, maybe in the, your, your parents were listening to it, but it made you, like, it took your attention off whatever you're doing. It literally was like, oh, shit, I need to pay attention to this music versus whatever you were doing at that time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I would, I remember, you know, I'd be, like, playing in the, uh, the living room or whatever my mom had one of those stereos with the you know two speakers like the three-piece stereo and um something would be playing she would listen my mom she would listen to like death leopard or like sting or like you know shit like that mm-hmm. but i would uh just sit there with like her cd like bookler tapes and go through like all of them and just sit there and mess with the stereo like all day oh yeah um yeah, and that that was I must have been five or six years old when I was doing that. If my memory serves me correctly. 
And then I, oh, yeah. uh, I, I, I then a good, another good story is, um, yeah, <laughs> but another good story, yeah, like around that same time, actually, around that same time, um, I would, I can't remember what song it was, but there was something that she would play. I would always try to like sing along with it. And at the same time in my life, I had, um, severely damaged like vocal cords like they would have to give me like uh whistles or uh you know things like please make noise with this like not your voice because i was always so loud i didn't i had to take speech therapy i didn't know how to speak with an inside voice and i would just uh scream and make like velociraptor sounds but um she would have to she would have to stop playing that song because no matter how messed up my voice was i was like looking at surgery almost i had polyps on my vocal cords and they were like it was really important that i didn't use my voice too much and she would have to stop playing that song because every time it came on i would like belt it in the back seat of her Jesus. car which song <laughs> is it again yeah, i'm trying to remember i honestly i think it was a bon jovi song but <laughs> I yeah. was uh I'm pretty I, it might have been like living on a prayer. I was like six years old. It's a yeah, song, probably. That's when you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was that Bon Jovi song I would blare in the van over? Yeah, it's my over. life, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We listened it's to my it. life. We to it like five or six times in a row. This is a song for the broken hearted. It's like a, almost like a country twang to that. Like it was a weird yeah. like mashup. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. That was a trippy song. <laughs> just yeah. like made for pop. It's like, let's just do the chorus 300 times, then we'll go yeah, ahead and... Uh... Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, cool. Man. So, yeah, so you started off with kind of like a classic rock shit, right? So you're going that, but what's yeah. the, inside, the inside voice thing? So you're saying you're... So you're just naturally talking too loud? Yeah, I, I think it was because I was hyperactive, you know? Okay, like yeah, yeah. ADHD and all that shit, and mm -hmm. um, I just would, yeah. You And also, talking in my family was like lions trying to eat like everyone interrupted each other like all the time and mm -hmm. it was really whoever could like be the loudest that would mm -hmm. get listened to one yeah that's and... my excuse that's my excuse i'm cutting you off right now and i'm saying this while i why i cut everybody off and get loud sometimes is that's just a survival technique that i had to learn yeah it's a big italian family with that like anthony has italian this like family. different lifestyle that's like every they like eat dinner together like every week and it's like a big like italian family it's like a legit italian yeah. thing for me i'm just like oh no you go ahead it's fine <laughs> his family's like ah oh, fucking and naturally you have to be louder in order to be heard oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. when there's 30 people in a room you're talking to the person across the table or you're trying to get somebody else's attention like you remember that time you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah definitely. get your fucking gabagool over here <laughs> gabagool <laughs> No, totally. So you, so how do they, do you have any memory of how they like trained you to be quiet or just like, yeah. So I remember one of my speech therapists is I would go to the, it was in my school and I would have to go to school like early or sometimes it would take me out of class and she would have a, a, a tape recorder and there would just be like printed out, like laminated, like things for me to read. And she would hit the tape recorder and just have me read whatever I was trying to read. And she would say stuff like, um, you know, using like my head voice more not like pushing so hard or like if I start to get loud, she'd stop me. Smack like, it was, yeah, I it was, will not eat green eggs and ham. 
Four it scores. Was funny too. <laughs> she lived in the same neighborhood. My speech therapist lived in the same neighborhood as I did, and you would hear her scream at screaming at me to tell me to be quiet because she would hear me in in the backyard like playing or something with other kids, and oh, I would man. just be the loudest one, and you'd hear her like Timmy, Timothy, shut up, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'll see yeah. you there. Yeah, that's great. So she actually got like firsthand like experience of you being loud and then got to be like, all right, I know what's going on here. I can I can hear it. So let's work on this. Yeah. <laughs> what a trip, man. So you ended up like because you're you're super loud right now, dude. You're just screaming at us the whole time. But uh <laughs> you mellowed out. My question, I hear myself. My question to yeah. you, do you find yourself still in adulthood getting in a uh, area where you're being too loud and you don't realize it? One hundred percent. It, yeah. it really depends on like my level of like excitability, mm-hmm. you know, and like sometimes I, I don't know when I'm around these guys, I could like pop off sometimes and get a yeah, little Yeah, you're a loud motherfucker. I do realize. You're trying to do this pretty boy soft voice right now. And I appreciate it. <laughs> Dude, the band is not accurate. Man, it's like, oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It's my life, <laughs> dude. That hereditary hoodie, by the way, that's hard as fuck, dude. I have yeah, dude, it's got sweatpants too. That man. design, oh, oh shit, damn, got the whole damn thing. Yeah, the whole damn fuck, fuck, dude. That is really sick. I love it when Jason does that voice, dude. Like, I was an actual, I was an actual listener of his podcast, and the intro was like, hey. That fucking, I love that pocket print design there. That like head, that's sick, mm-hmm. dude. We're ripping that shit off somehow. So, oh yeah, make a mental yeah, note now. Sick. Yeah, we're gonna call it head redditor. I like how it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's different. This time dollars. it's giving you head though. Yeah, this time exactly. you're getting head. Yeah. Yeah. The back of it. Yeah, stick with the back of it. Just got the phone call. The telephone. Call. <laughs> 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 yeah, I didn't like smoke, smoke yet. Jason is louder than all. Yeah, Jason's a loud motherfucker. Yeah. I'm a loud motherfucker, but I can. And, and you know what's funny is that he's lifting the mic to his mouth like yeah, it really I'm making matters. It. I'm making it that. Is that a graveyard good? You can put that yeah. thing in the other yeah, room. I'm, 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 I'm cupping the mic basically. Is what the best part about like the, the funniest part about the mic with you is that it's not even on. It's going through your computer mic, so it's like you're putting it <laughs> yeah. in your mouth. That's not. Oh, even that's, my, that's why I was even laughing. Oh, I like. I like it though. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's why I was laughing because I was like. He, he it's all same volume, same volume. Yeah, want, oh, you know what? I wonder if it's coming from my girlfriend. Let me borrow. Oh, it sounds good. Just... It sounds great. It sounds great. Right, I can hear you sick. perfectly yeah, right now. You sound great, so... Do I? Yeah. Do I sound yeah. great, Alex? Yeah, guys, guys, he sounds great. Yeah. How do you yeah, sound? Yeah. Good? Better? It'd be hilarious if you... If oh, you go loud yeah, I, I love that. And, Cover your mic. ear and then like <laughs> link it with the other one. That's so sick. Yeah, but it yeah. now it gives the... Now like... that the audience knows this isn't true, I could still pretend in my head that it gives the illusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I shouldn't have told you. I was going to wait till the very end to tell you. I like. Yeah, no. I love it. Because I'm, I'm still going to do it throughout the whole thing. I can't believe I can't believe Sick Hummer magazine is watching this live stream, man. Sick Hummer. Sick Hummer. I used to I used to read that all the time when I was thirteen. Why do you get sick hummers, bro? It's all modified hummers. Yeah, dude. They find a box in the forest. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, know they have scratch and sniff. That that magazine was scratch and move, so it would like vibrate after you scratched it. 
to simulate a Hummer. Scratching oh, a blowjob Hummer, not the car. Yeah. Oh, no. You gotta specify, motherfucker. A blowjob Hummer, dude. You're There's the only person in my life I've ever heard that. call a fucking... And I love it. I love calling the blowjob Hummer. It, dude, it's 1999, man. Everyone calls it a Hummer. <laughs> hey, man, let me get a Hummer. I forgot. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hummer. Dude, that's a sick fucking old guy thing to, like, want. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want you to be a Quickies too. Quickies is a good oh, old quick, guy. Dude, yeah. I'm picking up all the old quickies. All the old guy rules. stuff I'm picking up, dude. I'm I'm saying like whenever I get drunk or stoned or anything, I'm just like I'm I was loaded. I say that that's like yeah, a, that's, that's the dad yeah. term. And I also loaded. say like uh, oh you smoking dope? Like what's going on? Like uh, used to be like because dope means to us kids like heroin or something. Yeah, like but they're like heroin. But to the boomers, you know what? Boy, I'm I gotta smoke some weed. Everybody's having. I'm not even weed, high. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys see that? Get it. You guys? Did you guys see that? Uh, that dude. Um, what was that? Uh, that that uh, crypto exchange FTX. You see that dude? That was in that. In it, what? Specific. So, so, so there was like a, a Bitcoin exchange, like a like a, a crypto exchange called FTX, and it like went under. They found out that their like liquidity firm was like pretty much the same company, nice. and it was like a fucked up like it's like an illegal thing. But the dude that runs it's like a total like a Ponzi. Yeah, he's like a total nerd, and uh, he was like geeked up twenty four seven. There's a really sick MSNBC interview where he's like shaking, and the guy's like, "So you would like the the MSNBC guys like, so you would really consider yourself to be like a kind of Robin Hood? You know, you're taking money from the rich and because he was like donating money and shit. He's like, oh, who's so this? Um, he was like this guy that ran this crypto exchange that went under. Okay. And, uh, FTX. Yeah, Sam Bankman Freed. Damn, yeah, fried, we're on it, bro. Yeah, dude. On it. Yeah. And he, but he's like, there's an MSNBC interview, and he's like all like hopped up on something, and he's like shaking the fucking table while the guy's answering the question. It is so fucking sick. Is that and Murray was, in the chat? Is that Mur- that's Jedi. Oh, right? Is that yeah. Murray? Yeah. What up, Murray? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I thought it was you, dude. What's up, man? Dude, the by the way, shout out Murray. His jerseys are only getting more and more advanced from what I've been seeing, dude. I like oh, this yeah. Jesus Christ Simpsons thing on the cross, man. That's very fucking. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like Simpsons Murray. One time on I got this. Uh, cross, dude. One time I got this fucking um, this like ad on Facebook for a shirt that was like a, it was a picture of like Patrick from SpongeBob and he was writing on the wall he wrote like in chalk on a wall it said 9-11 was an inside job why didn't you buy yeah i don't know because i thought it was so weird that's what i think of when i think of simpsons jesus i think of fucking patrick star talking about like like, inside job what like like what what is the relation to this man this is so fucking where did you see this like a mall kiosk no it was like it was like a facebook ad for like a fucking red bubble okay yeah yeah i got a number of pages one too of uh muhammad and uh, hannes yeah that's and they're just all like they're all like it's like a fuck i heard it on the copper crab one it's like i have to find the shirt but they're like it's like them all like like all like, and it says necrophagist, all cute, like written all like old English or something on it. I don't know. Okay. Redbubble will find some. There's some weird shit out there with Redbubble. Dude, I, fucking I Redbubble no has, 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 has the weird shit there. Has the Grove yeah. Sundial out September 9th. Uh, they have the Grove Sundial fucking shirts, man. At I saw they that. Yeah, Redbubble. Yeah. I'm gonna go there and shoot when you them people up, are getting yeah. that bootleg. <laughs> yeah, give me right. my money, bitch. Shut up. Give us our money, <laughs> bitches. So yeah, give us right. our four hundred. Yeah, give us. 
Give us I like twenty bucks. One, one person bought a shirt. <laughs> I kind of want to get one, like a like a bootleg R shirt. That would be really sick. That's kind yeah, of. I, I mean, it, it, like stage. at this level, it's kind of flattering. It's like you know when right. you see it something like that. It's not like yeah, when you see someone do something like that, you're like, fuck yeah, they cared enough to go in and make that design and do that whole thing. It's like I like I like the parody ones though. Like for example, shout out to Metal Dad Collective and Carrie getting a couple of those shirts. What was it? Spawn of Conception. Spawn of Conception. Yeah, it's like for baby. It's like for kids. Like baby has like a metal dad. He like makes shirts for his babies. And yeah. like it's a but spawn it's a of spawn obsession, obsession logo, but, but it's, it's like a legit sick. logo. It's like legit or logo. Obvious boredom. Obvious boredom. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Obvious boredom. Look at this guy. Jingle, come here. Oh my god, there's a black cloud of fluff, dude. Anybody, anybody, there he is. There's the mouth. Anybody who follows Jason on his social knows that this 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 guy is his favorite dude this that boy's this got a that boy's got a song about dog him. dad he's got yeah, a song about him third record that we're slaving over right right oh, now shit yeah yeah so to jump jump ahead and we'll get back to the the origin story but like so you guys are currently writing and getting on on, on another album pretty soon oh yeah, yeah dude we it's yeah. we're doing pre-pro uh, we're so in pretty done. We yeah. hit the studio in February to start tracking drums and vocals. Uh, Tim will fly out here, and we're coming. Hopefully, you'll be hearing yeah, uh, this next, the next year sometime. One, two, the, uh, one, hopefully, hopeful go. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So we dropped this record in September. Um, okay, you know what? We're in, we're gonna get into it. Let me let me finish. Let's let's do the shit right. Okay? Yeah, I want to see this. I want to see this hit. Right. I want to see how this right, boys. Yeah, I think my boy Tim, my boy Alex, dude. Yeah, you're yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> oh, we have to. I told, I told Alex we gotta. We're gonna debut our producer names on this, and I'm Bignitz Energy, yeah. and he's Sloppy Genius. I'm Sloppy Genius, so, bro. <laughs> when we're in the studio, produce some fucking Warforged tracks. You guys sound right? like a fucking Sloppy Genius. Yeah, but like, but 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 Bignitz Energy is B N E, which is breaking and entering. So yeah, so B N E can also baby. be that. We gotta yeah, just go find some girl. We gotta <laughs> find some girl off the street to come in and be like, "Fucking sloppy genius made it." <laughs> yeah, that's a really sick idea, dude. That yeah. is awesome. We could totally this get somebody sloppy to record genius. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah, dude, that is just some guy doing. Awesome, then, then it just like she yeah. says that, then some guy just starts doing triplets. <laughs> yeah, so Tim's in our band now. We couldn't really talk about it before, but when we came on the show before, Adrian was out of our band. We didn't talk about it because we didn't really know how to talk about it. And we went through this kind of weird, I think, identity crisis with ourselves because Adrian was such a heavy presence in our band before. Um, and Tim was, uh, I, I guess, to make a make a long story somewhat more streamlined, because I'm fucking baked. Um, mm-hmm. I've known Tim. We've known each other for almost a decade, probably like eight years now. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I first met Tim when I was filling in for a band around the northern suburbs of Chicago. Uh, it was a like a metalcore band Gate, called Gateways. Gateways. Yeah, yeah, and Tim was the vocalist, and uh, I still have I they're they're they haven't been a band for years, but I've maintained relationships with almost every dude in that band because I I like them all. So shout out Bob, Nick, Nick, and Tim, 
and everybody else that I can't think of right now because I'm high. But <laughs> yeah, Volpe. Yeah, Volpe Daniels, my boy Bob Eckhorn, who I love to death, one of my best friends. Um, yeah, uh, and Tim is a beast vocally. I've always known it. Back then, when I played with him, I was kind of shocked, like at how good he was because i mean it's exactly like you said tim is like tim is the loudest motherfucker in the room <laughs> yeah and uh don't talk about the bands anymore because we're, we're i mean not don't say the previous bands we're, we'll get into that sure yeah and um yeah oh, when shit. it came time to find a new vocalist uh we didn't know where the fuck to start tim actually came out to one of our shows and our last show our last tour before the uh pandemic ended yeah. we Alter, toured with alter beast um yeah. and cognitive and macabre our boys from wisconsin and yeah. uh he came out to the show at el corazon in fucking seattle and we kicked it and it was awesome and like we got pizza. he met you met everybody in the band you met jace yeah, alex and max yeah. and adrian mm -hmm. obviously because he was on that tour with us um we uh went to we it, it's kind of weird how this all happened it was just basically me taking a fucking shot in the dark where tim hit me up because you were in town um mm -hmm. i just visit, graduated school you remember when came this to was? visit my family yeah it was like it was honest i think it was february of 2020 yeah it sounds about right um or, no, it, it had to be after that because Adrian quit in March. February 2021. Adrian quit in March of 2021. I think this was like in, in like fucking May or June. Oh, it might have been. It might have. Yeah. No. Because that was kind it of was, when we were like we had started kind of started to think June. about looking. June. It was June. It yeah. was June. Yeah. Because that was. When we were I thought it was winter. No, it because it was last time I came out. It was in the winter time. Right. Right. Cold as fuck. But, because our intention was just to fucking Tim basically write them, hit me up just saying, like, I, uh, he was just like, hey, I'm in town. Let's grab a drink. Let's fucking hang out. And I was just like, he didn't even know anything about Adrian or anything at all. And, like, we were keeping it super low key because it was like, Adrian, Ad, to give a, make a long story short, I started Warforged with Adrian. Um, and Alex joined very shortly after the start of the band. And, Adrian ended up, I, you know, it, the tale of most bands, uh, Warforged ended up being this thing where he ha we had this rotating cast of fucking guitar players in and out that Adrian eventually took the responsibility on himself to write all the music. And uh, it ended up kind of being like he was the dude that wrote everything. And uh, Voice was this big concept album about his life uh, and somewhat of mine, too, because I helped, we helped kind of come up with the concept together, but lyrically it was mostly all him and musically it was all him. Um, minus the guests, all the guest solos and some small other contributions from us. So it's sort of like when we're going from that as our debut, which was already like this very heady, big, progressive, insane fucking record. Like it's kind of like, yeah, it's a love it or hate. You know, the, immediately real. once kind of like, yeah we had those talks about what to do next. It kind of became clear that it was like, we can't like fuck the idea of even trying to come close to that. Like mm. it's not where we're at. It's not where we're at as people right now. It wouldn't be honest of us to continue something like that. And I'm at this point in my life where I'm 30 and I hate being disingenuous in my music. And I like kind of refuse to do it to a certain degree. Um, Cause obviously there's so many ways to be genuine, but yeah, we were just kind of like 
this band is us. It was the four of us. It was Jace, Max, Alex, and I at the end of the day. And I was like, let's make this, you know, a, you look at bands. I mean, we've been a band for a decade. Granted, we don't, we have two full lengths, a single and an EP, and we've done a handful of okay tours to show for it and a good tour. Um, and the perspective is only, it, it's all based on how you look at it, I guess. But from where we're at, it seemed like, boom, this one person that a lot of the control ended up being filtered through was just like out of the equation. So it's like no holds fucking bar. And Alex sloppy genius over here became the sloppy genius essentially. And lit up like a fucking train. And like, for real, like he just came, came at us with so many ideas, so many songs, so much confidence. Like, yeah, this next record is pretty much. Like, yeah. This dude, already, like Alex, written, I, you know, it like, wouldn't yeah. be like uh, spillover. Yeah. Dude. He is a, Alex is definitely a sloppy genius and deserves <laughs> that title of genius because some of the what shit you? that this man has what been you? writing for this record um, and what our person kind of when we had our initial discussion. So, I'm going to give you, a, I'm going off in 18 directions because I'm bait. Let's bring it back a little bit. My brother, <laughs> Timothy, over here. We met up in Des Plaines, a suburb in Illinois, at some bar yeah. across the street from the hotel you were staying at. And I yeah. told you everything. And I was just like, mm. and I, because like I was kind of talking to Max about asking Tim, and I'd kind of floated it around to our band because he's the first person that came to my mind because I'm like, oh, he's great but he lives all the way in fucking Seattle. So that's mm. kind of a, a little bit of a fucking thing we'll have to figure out and work around, um, which is difficult, but... Yeah, you, gotta, yeah, you uh, can't just play one-off shows like we were used to. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. We, don't, we don't have a way to do things like that. And when we're working with a team over here and Tim's over there, it's pretty much it has kind its of challenges. Like, yeah, it's challenging. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's it's definitely something that's not conventional. But you know, you see all these bigger bands do that. You know, where it's sort mm -hmm. of like bands on a professional level. Half of them don't even all live in the same state. They'll all live in five different states yep. or whatever the fuck. And uh, we're just like fuck it. And, you know, I we I told Tim about it. He just graduated school. You know, I was like, think about it. You know, we. Me and Alex had already decided we already had this decision or we were like, the Grove is our next move. And what the Grove, you know, another fucking year, you, we thought the Roman numeral one colon voice as our first album title was confusing. Let's just fucking do it all over again unintentionally. Yeah. But I wanted to kind of encapsulate the idea was to kind of encapsulate where we were at in this moment in time, because we were knee deep in the motherfucking pandemic. We had lost an entire year to the pandemic. We had a lot mm. of plans when Adrian was still in the band he that got put on hold. Yeah. We were going to record. Yeah, we're, we're not. We, yeah. 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 And uh, it just, it you know, we had a complete shift and um, the idea, you know, was like, fuck a concept. Fuck. Like, adhering to any specific guidelines like let's fucking give the world like everything we got and everything we're feeling in this moment and try okay. and make something something honest which i've never done um and i'm coming from a place where it's like i'm an adult now and a lot of the taste in my music has changed growing up and becoming an adult and being in fucking therapy for years and you know figuring out all the shit that mm -hmm. Parents leave you with <laughs> not. That I love my yeah. parents. 
shout out my parents. I love them to death. But you know, give you and leave you yeah. with. Right, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And it's like, I think that at the end of the day, when it when when it came to the point of being like, we are now at this complete new horizon for the band. The priority that came to my head at most was like everybody's happiness. Like that's it. Oh, yeah. I want everybody to just be like, you know, happy in the band because everybody's yeah, so much work into it mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And uh Jason, I remember yeah. when you when you first when you had first asked me, I remember the first thing I thought of. Well, when you told me Adrian wasn't right. in the band, my only yeah. reaction is, oh no, what are you guys gonna do? I couldn't even like fathom that you would have so when you asked me, it was really like completely out of nowhere. And I oh, didn't even yeah. have a I didn't even have a job yet. I was like, I just graduated. I didn't even have a job yeah, yet. I remember. So like everything in my brain is like, I can't do that. I can't. That's a lot. That's a huge responsibility. That's like a, a really big commitment. And like, I just remember that moment. I'm like, you know what? Just say yes anyway. Just say yes anyway. And it'll work itself out. It'll, and it, so that's far, a weird, it that's a weird pivotal moment when like, you know, especially nowadays with so many, like when you become friends with bands and stuff like that, where you get, sometimes you'll just get offers, you know, like, or like even before, like I remember just like uh, jamming with uh, like when Odious was like getting signed and stuff. I was, I remember when I got a text about it, we were, I was in a college like classroom and I was like, uh, like, like, I mean, I wasn't like this. I was like flip phone. I was like, uh, like, what do I do? And I was like, I hit up my dad immediately because I was like 21 or 20 or 20, something like that. And I was like, well, what do you, what do you think, man? Like, he's a musician. And I was like, come on, what do you, like, give it to me real. What do you think? And he's like, I don't know. He's all, you're the right age. Like, fucking try it. Just fucking say yes. Just do it. Just see what happens. And then mm -hmm. the crepid was a little later, but like, just say yes. Just, just give it a shot. And like, if you feel like it's right, but then you start like, like you the initial feeling is it's right but then there's kind of like other noise that comes in at the end like after the feeling right. then that's where mm -hmm. like to block that noise is the hardest part to say yes to it's like to like yeah. the money the the you know the traveling the all the things on top of it and just like if you can block then like the secondary noise then and just say yes and give it a shot like give it a you know try it give it your best we're we're yeah. way too good at talking ourselves out of doing shit right? yeah yeah totally yep it was other people's examples and stuff. Be like, well, this band did this, and I don't know, Pete, this guy did this, and it went bad for him. Yeah. And you know, like you can yeah. totally go in a circle with that. You know, you know what sucks even more is being in a position where you have to say no. There's been yeah, yeah. yeah. There's been it four does. opportunities that have come up in my career where it w every single one of them would have been a badass experience, but I had to say no. Procreation. Yeah. Yep, because yeah. of children. <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly. You know what but yeah, at the end of the day, are, it's like definitely you. You have probably have a fucking amazing. I mean, I know you as a yeah. dude, and I can only imagine how amazing your family's got to be. You know, oh, it's oh like, yeah, they're it's fucking the great. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine half for that. And it's those like kids get ice cream. Fucking sometimes two scoops, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not when I'm serving. Man. I always try and keep that shit out. Well, I give my. That's the thing too. Is like you don't give your kids two scoops, man. You can't cut your kids off from anything because it's just going to make them double down, you know? Yeah. So I right. always give yeah, them yeah. The, the, the occasional sweets, but really it's, it's my grandma. My grandma's the one who's like, she'll come with a bag of candy <laughs> yeah. and two different desserts for after dinner. <laughs> and like, Hell yeah, so grandma. Let's go. <laughs> they're, they're no, actually, grandma or your mom. 
my my actual grandma so that my kids so great grandmother yeah. she comes over yeah. with bags of fucking candies and snacks oh, and then dude, two so different oh, yeah. great grandma's dinner. coming over and, and you yeah. see like oh. my kids just like buzz the whole fucking day dude and then they yeah. just out yeah. <laughs> you know, trip, like you know like how, how people rebel they're like oh like my you know parents like this so i'm gonna rebel when it's like death metal or metal they usually don't rebel have you noticed that? Or like, if a parent, because we've had a couple people like, uh, Chris yeah, Beatty. Cool with my parents, like Chris, yeah, no, Chris, well, Chris Beatty, and also my dad too, and and stuff like that. Like, he showed me a lot of cool music along, the, like, along my journey. But like, um, there's certain shit where it's like, yeah, it's sick. I'm not gonna rebel on that. It's fucking yeah. red. Why would I rebel on that? It's like, you know what my I mean? Dad, like, in, yeah, my go ahead. dad's my dad's favorite song is probably like a Wee away. You know that song? <laughs> and. uh uh, yeah, dude, and I think jungle? that's like, yeah, dude, that's like the only song he likes. And uh, <laughs> that's the only song real? he likes <laughs> ever. You just get in the car; it's a song he, 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 he likes. He likes that. He likes that song. He likes a boy named Sue. How much are you joking when oh, yeah. you say this to me? Right this now? is the songs that I knew my dad was like listened to when growing up. He like my dad song. was like showing me like Zappa and yeah. Primus and shit. My mom was <laughs> like, my mom was the one. I used to share a car with my mom like when I was like in high school and like yeah. uh, and. uh I had a, I would listen to my shit and like, you know, I had Alaska but between the buried me in there, like oh, in the yeah. car. And, oh, um, excuse me, can we listen to my shit? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That got me. But I was driving and I didn't fucking have a, I didn't have that in the car. I had something else in there. And yeah. then I fucking, uh, you know, she drove the car and then I had to drive it. And then, like Alaska, but between the Bear was in there. Yeah. And I came home and, and I was like, backwards, I was like, comes in and you're yeah, like, I was like, this oh, shit up. yeah, I was like, were you listening to Beats yeah. and Bam? And she was like, yeah, it's it's that's a good. I like that one. It was very weird, but no, she liked the Cure and shit. So like that was like when we yeah, when fucking my brother Blue Nile, dude. Yeah, Blue Nile, the Cure. Fucking, uh, yeah, for my mom, my mom's dude. birthday, I took Tears her to see. Fears. I mean, it's like uh, it, we took Tears for Fears. Yeah, uh, Tears I for Fears. Yeah. Nope, no, up front row. I took my mom to see Tears for Fears. Me, Carrie, and my mom. This year, well, it was for yeah. it was like literally. Uh, yeah, it was this year in June. I think it yeah. was. That yeah, show yeah. was awesome. I went to that was, tour. I, I took yeah. me and my brother took our mom and dad to see that show. I love that, yeah. dude. It was I so love sick. That, yeah. yeah, even though one, it's a new record, and it was it's it's a good record, dude. It's I a good record. One, one thing about like those kind of bands, because Tears for Fears, like let's be honest, I probably like seven songs by them, you know. But then no, they kind of go into like they're literally like one of the biggest influences for Warforged New Era, dude. You know what I'm fuck saying? Fuck yeah. Tim's got the same Tim's got the same fucking oh, the same vape as me. Tim's got the that, same uh, vape. That when that tears for dude. fears, when I being on tour, not being able to find elf bars. Oh, dude, yeah, that was nuts. Dude, elf bars I was like, for life. I come up with elf bars. Yeah, you come up fucking. Bars. I bought one today. <laughs> dude, they're literally illegal in Santa Cruz. I can't get them in Santa Cruz. So I went. I had to work out of town today, and I bought another one just because it was just there. But yeah, no, I'm buying. No, them. that's that's like, the move. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. You got to do that shit, was, Tim. Dude, just bring eight of them. I just got it. Yeah, that's what I got to do. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I got to do. Five thousand. Yeah, I got puff, some. Dog. I probably. I was like risking. Like, who knows what kind of deadly lung condition getting some of these no-name gas station vapes oh yeah, fuck i know it, man. i know you sound From good as hell. keep doing it dude totally no they, <laughs> i mean experiment with those oils california just voted to <laughs> to ban all flavored tobacco and vapes yeah what just, are they going to start banning fun no fun allowed huh? <laughs> i know no and actually allowed. you know what today actually i got really pissed off i was talking um to some friends and they were talking about how taylor swift she sold too many tickets, so Ticketmaster couldn't sell them anymore or something. I don't know. And then, like, it's turned this whole conversation, like, 
Ticketmaster, oh. fuck Ticketmaster. Like, yeah. like that should be. Yeah, that should we be even use? This? Yeah, I know. It's like should that should be like it's the number one shit, thing we yeah. were like voting against because they they have a, they bought Live Nation. So now that's like they have like I literally went to De- I was like trying to get Depeche Mode tickets the other day, and I got two. I want like not like I want not not the best ones, but like not shitty ones. I want like in right. the middle ones. Right. So I went to the went to the cart, fourteen hundred and fifty dollars for two. Uh uh-uh. Yeah, and I was like. What All right, remember fuck? when these were like 180 and you're like, Jesus, I spent 180 yeah. on tickets. Now yeah. it's like, now I'm it's like, you spend like to go to the show. Oh, taking totally. It's go for Taylor Swift people. How much are that selling them? Fees, too. 130 each my, for fees. More than my life is worth, dog. 130 <laughs> in fees, which yeah, so it was like, 260 the ticket price. It was 260 for fees Mm-mm. for two tickets. Yeah, that's some bullshit, man. Yeah, I know. I'm I, like, you know okay. what? It's all the monopoly greedy bullshit. That that's what I'm saying. We should be voting on like there's nothing there. Because you know? I mean, if you think about it, like we're we're voting on things that like you know like oh the money goes here or whatever. It's like what about our like happiness and the things we do for entertainment and fun? Like that the reason why yeah. we even exist and have money and stuff is to go out and buy tickets to go out to have fun. Like. Why are we not voting on like happiness? You know? you gotta show the shareholder. don't give a fuck about yeah, art. yeah. They it's don't like give me getting... no fucks about art. No, they're well, they're getting <laughs> the people were literally selling Taylor Swift tickets for thirty thousand dollars a piece. Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Can you imagine it. the Put person that did that? Put it all on the line someone... for Taylor. And it's yeah. literally and someone's paying that. that. Someone. I know that's what I'm saying. There's a supply and demand. So the one thing is that remember there's that video of Kurt Cobain where he's like. He's talking about uh, Madonna or someone's interviewing him. And they're asking like, so what do you think? Like the question is, it's like going all over fucking, it's like viral right now. All these like fucking reels. It's like, Weird so uh, Kurt, like... it's like, what do you think? So what do you think about artists that are charging 50 to $75 for tickets? He's like, uh, yeah. What the he's fuck like, are yeah. you talking? He's like, yeah, he's like, what like, do we like, charge? 20? Like, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was like, the fact that it was over $50. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. He was like <laughs> genuinely shocked. Like that it was over $50. And I'm like, Dude, we're like I literally have taken people to shows. Like my dad, I flew him out to a show or a, um, a sporting event that was sixteen hundred dollars for two tickets. It's like oh, it's shit. a normal sporting event, and it was I bought that not as a resale. I bought that through Ticketmaster. That was their price. So that's like I'm like okay. yeah yeah I'm like I'm like I know yeah, it's like I, a it's like a childhood thing that I was like my dad got me into football so I was like we're gonna go back to the thing and do the thing and blah blah so I did like what was your best bargain know? show? Yeah. I my, mine I've already cited free. Is... <laughs> yeah, we'll say, yeah, a lot of free. Work. All right, no, yes. let's say it's a it's a place that you did have to spend money at the door to get in. Oh, uh, dude, fucking Chicago. Um, Domination what was Price? that? No, it was uh, it was, it was the, the band. It was the time uh, when Atheist, when they came back and they played in like 2007, 2008. They played Chicago like Power Fest or some shit. I think it was called. Oh. But Martyr, but Martyr played. They opened yeah. of they, Martyr they, or Martyr. Martyr from Quebec. They oh. played. Yeah, yeah Dan. You guys had Dan on. Yeah, you guys just said Dan. Yeah, yeah. That was on that this show. That show. That show, <laughs> that, show that show was probably like a twenty dollars ticket. It fucking changed my whole. It was like one of the first really life changing shows as far as like wow. seeing a band that was yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 I was like, yeah. I didn't know a band could be like this sick. You know, yeah. that atheist like didn't sound that great, and it was like, wow, dude. <laughs> I think they sounded really. killer on the last time they came out. Yeah, we yeah, saw them at a, we're, we're, I, saw, I saw them with Cat. Awesome they were fucking awesome. Yeah, we went. We got. I got you on the list, bro. I didn't no, know dude, that I atheists paid, could I be. I paid hundred thousand dollars to see that show, man. 
No, I literally like Atheist was like, you know, known as like a like a prog band and they had the pit going fucking nuts in yeah. like and it was they like violent parts. Dude. Oh, dude, yeah, I, I was fucking, I was crowd killing the mother man, dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here's a good one. Paid 18 dollars to see Warforged. Warforged. Yo, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you paid? You paid to see your bond prices? Pay? I thought I didn't know he made him pay. I think he might have paid out of the courtesy of his heart. Oh, I've yeah, already, I'm a, already cited it. But... The heart guy, Kirstie I uh, for that guy said he spent eighteen dollars to get go see you guys. That's Nirvana I went tickets. Saw fucking uh, behold the octopus and dysrhythmia for six dollars. Six dollars to get $6? in, and it was dollar paps night, dude. It cost me sixteen dollars total of drinking. Ooh, and you didn't give any tips, you fucking jerk. You know what I'm uh, saying? That, that's actually that's actually hilarious because I totally did, but I I'm now saying that puts it up fucking another ten dollars. You're all like, so seventeen dollars. I give him seventeen dollars. And yeah, it was like a fifteen. They were selling shirts for fifteen bucks. I'm like, dude, this is just the straight bargain show, dude. And it was sick. <laughs> shirt I ever got. I saw I saw a band called Title Fight once. Title and, Fight. Uh, yeah. And they yeah. had shirt, they had logo shirts for twelve bucks. That's the cheapest shirt I ever saw at a show. That was like a touring band, and I nice. got it. Damn. Yeah, I did dude, get one. And we did as in decrepit. We uh, we That's played with large dude. I can't wear that shit no more. You guys played with Title Fight? Did you? Which one? What? Decrepit huh? play with Title Fight? Oh no! Oh no! I can't tell you. I was going to say Title Fight with the same band. No, I'm talking about like we played with a very large band that starts with the Kark. And uh, they uh, ends with an ass. Carc. Carc ass. Okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love I love carcass. But um, and uh, we got to party. They were fucking rad yeah. dudes. I but, love shark like... piss too, dude. They rule. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they were like it, they were just coming back, so it was like their big comeback thing. And they were like we were playing shows with them and stuff. And they were like, you have to you have to you have to merch match, whatever the fuck they called it, and yeah, price, uh, match. price yeah. match. And they're oh, like, yeah. okay, so you have to sell your shirts for forty bucks. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, they told you that you had to bring up their prices because could, yeah, they're not going to drop their we prices. Could, you can undercut Oof. them because they were they didn't want like us to, people go like, well, there's so much beef yeah. over that shit in the industry and like yeah. nobody sees it, but like people like hate each other over that shit. And it's like guys, <laughs> prices we're putting over pieces of cotton. Like let's yeah, take, yeah, let's yeah. bring the yeah, egos yeah. down a little bit. But you know what? Like some guys no, totally. are like. We fucking play death metal for money, bitch. Right? I respect it. You know what? It's cool to make a thousand dollars a month. But it's oh, just yeah. like yeah, I, had, I had a friend get me a freaking uh, body snatcher shirt because they were at uh, the uh, body snatcher with um, Hate Breed show last night. Yeah. Oh yeah. And oh. Freaking like forty bucks for a t-shirt. Mm. Yeah, I believe it. I was yep. like, holy fuck! Like you used to that's, be able to buy a shirt from like every band. You want also, to they're taking you know the yeah, venues yeah. taking a cut too. Bucks. Well, yeah, venues are taking too. cuts, so yeah, I mean they're definitely. like yeah, they're, they're thinking about that, and you know, that's sucks. like part of the equation too. But we only like, got hit up like twice for that. That was really sick. They said they were going to take a big fucking uh, cut from us, but they never asked. We just bring oh, a backpack yeah. in with like we re- we replenish yeah. and just be you like bring to the real book and the fake book, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now they're no now what they'll do with like the the nicer venues. What they'll do, they'll literally be like cool. We'll count you in, and we'll sell your merch. 
like, who is, who is like, it that told us? Yeah, don't touch my shit. Yeah, we're not yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how oh, I feel about that. There's shit. venues that do that. Yeah, I know. That I, like, yeah, I know. House of Blues in Chicago does that. House of Blues. Yeah. 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 We played there before. That was like a like a straight edge thing. I can't remember. Merch cuts so, straight edge. Yeah, yeah, because they don't sell alcohol. They, they, but they, like, they're not every, fucked up they enough. Said, like, they said, it that's like been, the been that was like the origin. That was like the origin of <laughs> merch cuts, and then everywhere started doing it, and they just kept doing it. For it just starts that's like, what somebody like, said. Going back to the ticket, going back hey, to man. Ticketmaster, like uh, the like straight edge, yeah, like the the fucking edge, your straight edge. The fucking yeah, what's it called? Edge, like there's like new stadiums that open, and I was just yeah, talking about like, this because yeah. I was in this fucking big like heated. I mean, we were agreeing with each other, so it wasn't that heated about <laughs> Ticketmaster and stuff. But, like, but how Ticketmaster like a new a new uh, arena will open or a new um, uh, stadium will open? You have to buy rights to the seat first. So you have to buy first. You have to buy seat rights, which is twenty five thousand dollars for the Levi Stadium <laughs> for the for just before you even get the chance to buy season tickets for. Uh, so you have to buy the rights to the seat first. And then that's twenty five thousand dollars at Levi. It's probably more now, probably forty thousand. And then, um, and then once you get those rights, then you have the option. Those are your seats. <laughs> you can buy the fucking the season tickets. You can buy the Taylor Swift tickets. You can buy whatever you want to buy, and then resell them later. That's like how they do it now. It's like they have to buy the actual seats first, <laughs> you and they're yours it. for that year. And then you, you can, and then you like have the first dibs to buy for that seat. Yeah, that's so fucked. You think Thomas that much thing. money? You think Thomas Jefferson ever no, imagined insane. that seats would have rights? <laughs> Come on, man. You think Martin Luther <laughs> King shit. You think Martin Luther King really said I have a dream that all seats should have rights for Ticketmaster? What the fuck? No, I know it's insane. It's nah, like it's dude. such a money grab, it's insane. Yeah, seat dude, NFTs. It's pretty that's much more of a money. Like, that's not a money grab. That's a fucking yeah, it's getting yeah, out of control. That's what I'm saying. Like, grab, dude. You know what somehow I'm they've gotten out of the like. I mean, there's actual people are starting to bring it up now more and more. So I'm like, that's going to be what I care about. Like, that's going to be my uh, my main thing. platform. That's good. You know? you hell to yeah, die yeah. on now. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's mine. That's I mean, fuck Ticketmaster. Forever. It is fucked. Yeah, fuck Ticketmaster. That's so. That's so fucked up. Dude, What's the, the platform you're saying to use? Um, I mean, just fucking local people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go to the source, dude. Yeah, and just people that aren't like the, the show's forty five dollars, and you're like, oh, well, there's like nine sick bands I want to see. Well, fucking, it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like, dude, like that would be hella worth it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy, it's, I can't it's, remember the last time I spent that little to see that many bands. I like. Okay, maybe five bands, four bands. <laughs> 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 I think your your guys' tickets for that for that uh that Fluja show was probably thirty, thirty five, maybe forty, Ooh, something yeah, like that. Four, really. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. and it well, you got a lot of talent, kid. I know. <laughs> so many notes, though. Like how many notes? Man, dude, and I was doing hella yeah. drugs. <laughs> it was very fucking uh. Yeah, it was that was a nut. I was take I was taking a nap in the fucking van, and then I saw you like riding down on one of those rented scooters, dude. Yeah, hell yeah! You like, were like, like, riding down bed, by the bro. van. I was like, yeah, we yeah. we we were doing was a thing for a couple of days. We were fucking up. Uh, we were fucking up some of those uh, fucking lime scooters. Um, <laughs> us and the Rivers guys, we were just like throwing them against walls yeah. and stepping on them and shit. It definitely ruled, dude. That was one of those nights. Hell yeah. Big time. Yeah, yeah man. Got the professor in the chat. Dude, professor, jump in the fucking podcast. Get up in here, bro. Joe, come on, my man. I know. Jesus. So, uh, Tim, you were six years old? Yeah, Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. I mean, 
<laughs> I wouldn't say that was like the time that I like fell in love with music or anything, but like I was. You said think back to my childhood as far totally. as I could, and that was like the earliest one. No, so all right, think of. that was like the seed planted. So tell us mm-hmm. like how things expanded and grew. Like what were some of the things you fell in love with when you got older? Well, um, I feel like my my path was probably a lot different from the rest of the guys. I I didn't listen to like a lot of heavy music until high school, and then. Yeah, but so what was it? It was a very entry level shit. I was listening to like Corn and Slipknot and shit like that. And then that was my shit in high school too, dude. Yeah, and then there was just this kid. I remember I was in my math class, and he had headphones in, and he's like, "Hey, man, check this out." And it was uh, like Suicide Silence and Parkway Drive and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And he told me that he was in a band. Asked me if I wanted to come to his band practice then asked me if I wanted to do vocals with him in the band and have two vocalists. And I'm like, I've never even considered being in a band because I have no musical talent whatsoever. And he was like, oh, who cares? Let's do it for fun. And then he quit. And then I was just in a band now. And then I never <laughs> so wait, let's uh, rewind, then, let me rewind you just for a second because I want to know how mm-hmm. kind of how you're exposed to these things. You said you're into corn and slipknot how did yeah. you did you have a friend a cousin an yeah. uncle something a, like that it was a buddy of mine not no one in my family listened to heavy music they didn't understand um but mm-hmm. yeah this this kid in my class he like let me listen to he like let me take a couple of burned cds with like a fucking marker on it home mm-hmm. and it had uh a bunch of like old like salt the wound and uh fucking like the cleansing suicide silence carnifex and like all that kind of stuff and then i got really into that uh and then i got into more kind of progressive and out there stuff as i got older and started to um you know i feel like grow out of just deathcore and stuff like that but i really liked uh that stuff back in the day i still could listen to it now probably all the wound is still sick as fuck dude yeah that, it had been with, like with blood crumbs cleansing and as blood runs black and all that stuff that in that era. Black. I, 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 yeah. I had that first cd they put out too that zach did yeah mm-hmm. um yeah you know that's what up so, dude the professor's in the house dude yeah, joseph dude. Another I was backstage for like 20 minutes waiting for Joel to let me in, dude. Oh, really? And I fucking was commenting, and, and Joel was like, come on, Professor, get out of the chat. Get in here. And I'm like, you have to let me in, dude. You fucking... And then, and then as soon as I say that, I see him fucking leave. Yeah, like, Joel's oh, like a 30-second violation. <laughs> yeah, oh, he is totally fucking avoiding the uh, confrontation right now. Yeah, so that's he's doing right like, now, man. Uh, he know, he knows he's coming to eat it. That's a good move. That's a good move, man. <laughs> so then I was like, That's a really oh. good move right there. <laughs> so I was like, hey, I actually have the login myself. I can just sign in. Now I got my in here. But with dudes. What's up, man? You don't sound like you're on your mic, though. I'm on these guys. It's not sounding that good. It sounds. It's just. It's a little loud, and it sounds yeah. better when you're on your mic, though. Yeah, you're like. Ranger, Ranger, what's your position? That was like the nicest yeah. way you could have said it doesn't sound good, dude. Yeah, that is like bro. the nicest yeah. way you could have said it. You were like, eh. 
my resident homie. Yeah, they're not as good. <laughs> let me let me try. I, I set it down. Is I love it better? My resident homies, dude. I How's know, this? man. I love you, dude. You're, you're the best, man. Dude, I oh, want to shout you out real quick, Anthony, because you were one of the first people I sent the lyrics to that song Sheridan Road to, mm-hmm. and you were totally like, yo, dude, these fucking slap. And it was like yeah, such a, a, like, I can't tell you how much, like, that's confidence it, that gave me. I didn't know you did I, that. That's I, I, wanted did. To, I, I wanted to eventually get to that for sure because I remember when you had did that and I um, when I had read them it was it was something that was refreshing because it, it just showed me that um, it's it, there are people out there that want to have different and weird ideas as the concept yeah. of metal albums versus the the you know run of the mill fucking cookie cutter death metal that we could cite a thousand times right and yeah. um um i i like to think of myself as a writer that's trying to be outside of what i'm actually contributing to you know the style that i use I, you know, using actual hip hop as as a inspiration for writing death metal lyrics to, you know, that that I just like I like to I like being able to pull from so many different things. Well, basically, reading your lyrics and 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 um, knowing that it's like this this blip in time that's for one person sitting in their car driving at night you know on a on a road by themselves with their thoughts you know yeah and endo yeah and exactly exactly bro (laughs) and and cannabis has an influence of of those thoughts and and um portraying them through word in an extreme metal song you know Mm -hmm. and and but yeah just reading along and actually trying to be sitting in that passenger seat with you and watching it all go down you know but no that that's that literally was cool for like really just paying attention to the minutiae of daily existence and there are these really trippy little weird lonely times while you're in your car or something and 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 going into detail about how that feels and what's going on yeah dude I love that. Hell yeah, dude. man. And that, like, I can't tell you how much that means to me coming from you, dude. That, oh, yeah. Really cool. Because that was definitely kind of one of those songs where Alex sent, Alex wrote all the music for that. And it was no, the me first. And Max wrote it together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Max yeah. did write a handful of the riffs. But I remember yeah. you presented it to us with like a vocal demo. And it was yes. like one of the first things with singing on it. And we were just like, well, yeah, this is way too good to say no to. So, uh, and we all listen to music with a lot of singing in it, you know? <laughs> I like, and at this point, I think Alex, in my opinion, has a really fucking good voice. And I think it's like completely underutilized. And I'm just like, dude, the 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 melodies he had for that whole first movement of that song, it was just like, boom, this just can't be some, you know, it's like, it was very like, oh, we're like in this whole different realm that this band has never been in before. So I knew Mm -hmm. it, you know, sub when it came to coming up with a subject that couldn't be some 
you know, generic shit or some shit that like didn't feel honest to me. And that song was like inspired by how, some of the first dates I went on with my girlfriend, Sam, like we, we met on, we're fucking trashy. So we, we met on Tinder and it was in the middle of the fucking pandemic. It was in 2020. You super liked her, right? You told me you super liked her. I did. Yeah. We super liked each other. It was fucking, <laughs> it was romance. Are we talking about the left first left? night, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's uh, awesome. That's sick. Yeah, a lot of our first dates, she would she lived in this suburb like an hour away from Chicago and would drive up here and then like yeah. I would meet her and yeah. you know everything was fucking closed, so there was not a lot for us to do date-wise. And at the time I was living in a small apartment with my parents, so it was like you know, not much to do. And uh we would go on these crazy long drives down this Sheridan road and Sheridan road in Chicago is what Lakeshore drive turns into. And it goes way North up into Wisconsin. And it goes through all the North shore suburbs of Chicago, these beautiful, wealthy fucking neighborhoods. And, uh, I love that drive. And I live so far North of the city that I'm not that far. It only takes me like about 15 minutes to get out that way. Mm -hmm. And, uh, sometimes it's just, it was my favorite, one of my favorite things to do during the pandemic because nobody was fucking out. Everybody yeah. was inside. The roads were empty. And it was sort yeah, of dude. like you're driving through this. Um, like I would get baked and I would drive all the way to, I'd be in like Wisconsin. I'd be like, oh, fuck, where the fuck am I? I just kept going <laughs> down the road. And uh, we would do that on some of our dates. We would just fucking talk and have these deep conversations, you know, on these drives. And like it, I, the song when i kind of listened to it it wasn't a song that had like it had a really good flow to it but it was a little bit different in structure than we had fucked with before so i felt like kind of doing a stream of consciousness would made a make a little more sense as kind of an experiment mm -hmm. so i kind of wrote out this basically like a long poem and sent it over to alex and alex made this whole vocal demo out of it and we were just like uh yeah let's fucking go sloppy genius i remember shit. when you sent me i remember you sent me stuff with alex's voice on it yeah and i i, I was like are we gonna if you gonna do clean vocals in the song and i remember you saying something like oh we're thinking you know we're thinking about it we can talk about it and i was like i think we should yeah <laughs> i was like i think we should because i liked it i thought it sounded really cool and then yeah. i remember uh asking you guys i was like are we sure that we could use we're not gonna get canceled for the name sheridan road because it's the same road that like the written house shooting happened on it that it is the same route. <laughs> that was after yeah. we found out about Great. that. Let's, yeah, let's was, talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah. on this yeah. podcast, right? Yeah, now. I was like, screw it. It's a cool live. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I so I mean, that was funny. what's like I don't know, like uh your guys' style, like it's there's so many different styles in there and, and especially like uh listening Wait, to let's hear some let's hear some new uh professor professor vocals. Oh professor needs to talk. I need to hear your voice, Professor. <laughs> how how is it sounding? Oh there much better, oh, dude. Yeah. Nice and warm and <laughs> oh, I missed the loud mic shit. Fuck. Not not my it's you did, man. I also <laughs> Okay, it's gone, guys. I'm living here. Yeah, you guys continue. I'm uh, I'm actually gonna have to take uh, my wife uh, a five minute drive to drop her off at uh, uh, her department in just a sec. So well, that's all good. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, okay. So I mean, the Warforged, like the style, like what do you guys? If you had to explain your like, 
just through influences yeah. and people and bands and stuff that people know and if you had to like use that kind of terminology to explain it how would you explain it uh, i have no idea I would say oh, I would oh, say God. we are warforged, and I would just say that we are. Oh like... come on! You have no influences. Like what do you think? <laughs> we have like? a ton. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Let me tell influences you. Influences are weird. The sound like, of we're us. We made we have, up a, we new have style. ton of influences. I would say, but what drives the sound of warforged yeah, is yeah. the people in the band now. It's me. It's Tim. It's Alex. It's Jace. That's and it's adorable. Max. But it's my question is, what's like? What, what if you had to explain the band, like I mean, the I, style I, of the band, like certain those like I, a little. Sonically, are you talking about sonically? Like, sonic, like, sonically, I'm sorry. Sonically, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 sonically, it's I mean, a whole on this record, it's a whole mm. mix of I would I would say it's a mix of like it's almost I would say maybe progressive death metal if we're giving it a big umbrella term, and yeah. I say more progressive in the way not like a there are some prog sonics to it, but I'd say mm. overall the the approach to the record was way more progressive than anything we had done in the it's it's kind of like a dismantling of the band in a way which is really weird and that's kind of where the whole inspiration for the record came from which was sort of like we sat down we had a lot of discussions a lot of talks you know it's like i think this day and age when you're in a band you know yeah you are wearing all sorts of hats you're, also, you're wearing you the to, management you to, hat you have to you're stand wearing, out in a certain way there's so many other I mean, oh yeah. Like we always talk about it's like friendly competing. There's there's so many other bands out there doing cool yeah. new stuff. Like so, when you guys are writing, like what's what's the angle that you're taking to be your own? Anything thing? in between the fucking yeah. lines is what it okay. is. It's, it's yeah, sincerity I mean, and it's anything between the lines. Those are like yeah. the two rules that have kind of been the very big central themes. I would mm -hmm. say to the Grove, the in this yeah. movement of the Grove mm -hmm. um, that we're kind of in right now. The, the idea behind the title was that the Grove is kind of to be representative of the approach that we've been taking towards this songwriting, because when Tim joined the band, we were already, I already had, we are, me and Alex both already had lyrics and songs finished. Um, Cause we had just decided as soon as Adrian had left, let's get to writing immediately. So we're not sitting on our ass with nothing, you know? Yeah. 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 And Definitely. uh by the time Tim joined, we were knee. We had so much fucking yeah. music written. Yeah, it was insane. Like the fire that was lit it. under everybody's asses yeah. was insane. So it was like, okay, we were trying all kinds of different approaches, sending all kinds of different kind of, sometimes framing, sometimes not at all, sometimes revisions. But it was like, what could we kind of base this era of the band? Because Adrian's gone. We're, we now have all this control that's dispersed among us. We are now all the managers. We are now all creative consultants. We are yep. now all producers. We are all now, you know what I mean? It's like all these roles are things that we're fucking doing. And it's really important to recognize that. And it's been a big learning experience for us because I don't think with the way we operated as a band before that we really knew all of what it would take to do that but we've been doing so much work on trying our best but prioritizing our happiness over it which i think yep. is kind of where the key lies because it's sort of like at the end of the day i i you know i love these guys they're my family uh really for real and it's like yeah i grew up with a lot of these dudes and at the end of the day i know how unhappy things were getting and could have been i mean kind of looking back on things that happened in the band in the past internally, you know, 
And it's sort of like, why the fuck are we doing this if we're not happy? Because so yeah. much bad shit comes from that. So, so many sacrifice. bands fall apart from that shit. So yeah, it's yeah. sort of like, yeah. we need to do something radically different. So the Grove, this is the era. What Sundial is, is a metaphor for the dismantling of the band. It's kind of like everything's dry, barren, burned up. Like all the nutrients are all fucking gone. Like mm -hmm. everything is ugly looking. The sound is a lot more angry, aggressive, as opposed to scary. It's a mm -hmm. lot more romantic than it had ever had been in a way. Um, it's just kind of like, all of our emotions started pouring into these songs while we either experimented with them or sometimes we're just not afraid to get really honest. And then soon enough, we had like, how many songs do we have finished, Alex, before we even pitched this shit to by Artisan? The, well, by the time we were on this fucking podcast, I think it was like 13 or 14 songs. Yeah. So we had yeah, yeah. like, we so had so much like music March written to that to like we'll announce, <laughs> we'll give you guys the exclusive. We're working on our next album now. It's okay. also called The Grove makes no okay. sense but it's the second piece to this kind of era that we're in right now yeah. the subtitle is called almanac which is sort of going to sort of representing the idea of us reclaiming our band entirely and pushing towards what we want to be doing because it's sort of like we're putting so much work into this every day we are <laughs> i'm actually no i'm listening to you but i'm actually i'm going through our our text chat because i was trying to remember the line Look at the what Ricky said. So did, Anthony did Anthony fall asleep? Fall asleep? LOL. Yeah, I, mean, I had to zoom in on you on that. What if I did, dude? What if yeah. I was just like um, this, dude? The idea of this album is kind of like we had so much music that pushed out of all these boundaries we had ever kind of put everywhere, like. Yeah. It was kind of like, what could we do to kind of create this vision of like, this is an extreme concentrated version of Warforged that we also want to make digestible to our listeners, yeah. where it's sort of like, our first album was pretty alienating when we dropped it. It's this big concept that you're supposed to listen to front to back that has this narrative based off of Adrian's life and some of mine. And uh, it's also disguised in dark fantasy. So there's a lot more metaphor going on. And, you know, I, it's sort of like, let's not fucking do that. We yeah. all don't feel that way. Like, I don't think if anybody had that much control of the band, it would have gotten that way. But that record was like a record that took six years to make and like a year to make a music video for the whole. It was this giant, ambitious piece. And yep, we knew yep. we couldn't, we didn't have the time for that. It's like, yeah. we had this tour, Rivers hit us up for this tour. We couldn't say no to. We just had this fucking fire lit under our asses. So it's like Artisan, thankfully, you know, our boys, Malcolm and Mike, shout out. We love these guys. They've had our backs for so long and they believed in us yeah, when awesome. I felt like nobody would fucking take us seriously ever. Right. And uh, how rad is fucking Malcolm? I mean, that's like the best. They're the best. They're the best. So, yeah. There's, there's no, they don't from, bullshit. They're also they're coming from like our like, you know, like level. They're not coming from like, yeah. a, oh, we were up here. They're coming from like, that's oh, why they have right. a sense of empathy for their bands that I think yeah, a lot yeah. of labels lack totally. and um, like a lot of bigger labels can lack because yeah. they're not in that 
they're not on the hot seat like the yeah. artist's perspective and it's like yeah. you know i get at the end of the day the label's got to be a label you know right totally, but totally. malcolm totally. is so adaptable and open to new ideas and he's so open to what we want to do and he's so encouraging like all the shit i thought he wouldn't like on our on sundial he loved and he was like go harder on the next one yeah and that's pretty much exactly what we're How doing is that this, man your label it's, like it's, in, it's beautiful creativity. man yeah yeah it's right it's yeah, just no, like it it's it's more than we could ask for as yeah well as that and we're know, lucky and we're yeah, humbled to be road, you know man. to have those those guys have our backs because it's like we're not the most technical band on artisan anymore i think we're even going to be less of that because we're getting older and it's sort of like yeah yeah that's we love yeah, you get off like in the the technical era, then you're kind of just like, all right, well, yeah. songwriting. It'll yeah, like, exactly. I think there's some special there. about making something that is catchy as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like something that thing. sounds is nice to listen to. You know, that's like you rush. You know, it's the same and thing. It takes oh, skill to do yeah. that. Literally, it takes, my like, skill band to ever. Yeah, yeah. Man, rush is yeah. a huge influence yeah. of. Ours. No, yeah, I mean, like, like I think that's the most. That that's kind of what we fucking. I don't know, like. At least when I was writing shit, I always wanted to like write shit that was like uh, catchy because I think that's like the main key to like good music is like and I think there needs honest. to be like a, a ri- yeah it's like just like a good a We're good the most fucking riff man. In existence is rushed, like you know like yeah well de- death symbolic too is like a big influence as far as like you could fucking I remember me and my brother and like our cousin he loves death too like whenever we like see each other at holidays and shit we'd always be like humming death riffs and be like. Oh, remember that riff like yeah 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 and like fucking you just like do that like I, I love like riffs like that man that's like the biggest thing for me is like going forward with the a band hook. is like shit has to have a hook man yeah there's no way you're like and i think like i can speak for the fucking record where i feel like every song does have a hook every song has like pieces of it where they're not going to waste it's like it, yeah it's and a, something to make it distinct something. was kind of the idea right. we were sort of right. like we took this new approach when we decided it wasn't going to be a concept to be like let's use this era of the grove to just fucking skyrocket off in different directions and new ideas and see what kind yeah. of cool shit we could create and that's I mean, where we, we, it was just like all, yeah we've fucking... always loved hooks like as, as kids yeah. like, we loved hooks and stuff like that then we went to like yeah in the technical like sphere yeah then we thought playing like, instruments were cool yeah like going yeah. Like, outside the hook like <laughs> yeah. how about how about yeah. no hook and like all insane shit you know yeah and then and it's like like it's kind of, and then you kind of like get back to it as like you're like like 30s like you're hit your 30s same it's thing really with me it was like and it became like a we talk I talk about this a lot with Anthony it's like Anthony always was the person that was like like I don't give a fuck it's fucking catchy I'm not like I'm not embarrassed about what I listen to because he does like the kill switch engage we like being this gnarly death metal man he'd be like well kill switch engage and we'd be like. <laughs> We'd be like trying to like you know we're kids we're all kids just like yeah, trying I, to clown on them. I've been, like, been worshiping Gage this week, man. Like they're fucking, they're the most like tight songwriters and like oh, all dude. metal. Dude. I know. As when I hit three riffs, dude, for a whole song, old. and they all sound different and somehow they fit together. It's no. So when I was like when I hit 34, 35 <laughs> years old, I was like I was like I mid thirty. I was mid thirties and I got into Kill Switch Engage. That's when, that's the age okay. I got into them. It was Jason, not like as a kid. When darkness falls is literally like I think four riffs. I know every riff sounds different, dude. When it's... darkness falls, when darkness falls, <laughs> we are the river. <laughs> yeah, dude, so yeah. sick. Man. 
But that's the thing. You know, like like bands like bands like Loathe do like bands. Uh, you know that band Loathe? You guys ever heard that? Oh, band? Dude, I know they're playing yeah. here the yeah. day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's already sold they out. Fucking, uh, yeah, they sold out here too. I wanted to go see that. Yeah, yeah, and like they were that album was like a huge influence as far as like our attitude, as far as like a uh, genre and stuff, like. You know, yeah, they're like, they're a good example of kind what of what. Do, man. Like, I'll tell you what. Tell me like. Yeah, you wanted yeah. to know influences. You're. I'm thinking that's About a good example. Is a band like a band like Loathe or a band <laughs> yeah, like Rock, yeah. Loathe, the 1975, Rockhampton, like all of that. That yeah. idea of having your creative bubble not just be limited by one sonic uniformity. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It was the key to it. It's just it's like let's fuck with a bunch too, of different man. sounds because we, if you metal think about it, that think about but... life. We all live complex lives. We all grow up listening to different eras of music. We all are influenced by such different things. I mean, Alex and I are lucky enough to kind of share this really close, like taste in certain things with our music. To where we're able to kind of vibe off of each other really well, and I feel like talk to each other idea wise through. Yeah, I mean it's just sort of like when we when it comes to production and Warforged, like him and I have kind of become this fucking insane like yo we could come up with some insane shit together. Yeah, exactly. We're now ICP and um. I mean, you said you're printing your own shirts. That's kind of right up. You know what they do. You know, I'm making your own shirt designs and stuff. Yeah, I mean that's like. I mean that's. Damn, man! Someone's like said that to me recently in a the conversation. They're like, "Dude, it's all about the bands that do all of it. They print their shirts. They blah blah oh, blah." Yeah, I'm no. like, "Well, we well, don't do our like, own shirt designs. I just hire such, people to do that." Yeah, oh, well, we did ours for like, kind of fucking yeah. You, yeah. Like, like you're not yeah. you're not all in unless you fucking. No offense to you guys, but you're not all in unless you print your own fucking shirt. You buy a right. print press and then you make merch. <laughs> squeegee. Like, yeah, you're like doing it like. At, <laughs> At home, our, our dads, our dads yeah. did it for us, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like Mike, Mike uh, Hamilton. We just, used to we do just all have like a print press and just be like, boom, here you guys go. Here's shirts. Like, I was like, I did that back in the Yeah, yeah you've, you've done it before. So, actually, I have yeah, a we did for our you. own shirt. So, yeah. there's that. So, you get the, the print. It's like, so it's, it must be a negative, right? With all the things you want yeah. on. How do you do like color ones? That was the thing. We, we like did not do color. It was just a black and white one. We didn't want to deal with how much trouble that was going to be but usually what it was from what i've seen is that you get multiple negatives and each negative oh is God. for a different color yeah Jesus. so like you put you put it on you put the one color down you take it off you put the other one on and then the different other color, color goes down yeah that's, insane, that's from, from what i've seen that's yeah, a lot so yeah. all the fucking detail that goes Green into some of these death metal shirts I know they're like they're like uh oh it's a six color shirt okay so they have to go like so each so they'll be they'll do a screen print where it's like just these little blotches here 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 like a little slit here and they'll just be like his blue yeah whoa okay and there can be multiple shades of the same color too so what does that mean each one of those gets a negative yeah that's a lot that'd dude. be crazy. I know. Fuck. Shout out to screen printers out there. How about Ben from fucking Ben Orem from fucking Alshaw Parish, man? Jesus, that guy has got his own shit together, and he's that's he went after Alshaw Parish, and he's like after that he was like I'm gonna make my own screen printing business, and 
Every yep, we like got our first merch bands. from that motherfucker. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I love Ben. Yeah, he was Ben's so cool man. to us very early on. Like he like we did our first logo shirts with that guy. Oh, and dude, totally. We did our first our EP Essence of the Land. We did our first run of those yeah, shirts man. with him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we even our first from shirt, we picked up. There, right? We picked up a I think merch so. from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy ruled Carlos. Yeah, Carlos. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carlos and Ben, they're the shit from, from Antonio. Like, yeah, they do. And by the way, we didn't we didn't talk about the top of the show, but we're gonna we're we're bringing merch back to the Kelly Doth podcast, and yeah. very soon ben, ben is involved. So Boom. Boom. Ben, nice. Ben, that's a sneak rules, little yeah. fucking diamond in the rough. You want to find also it? Parish, also, Parrish was one of like my biggest fucking heavy influences for real, man. I love. They were huge around here. Yeah. Yeah. Those two yeah. records, man. Um, the Awaken the Dreamers was my favorite, and then Crust mm. of Existence, man, so good. Totally. A couple like, of those guys used biggest to be fucking in a... records in my life for real, like huge records. They oh, used yeah. to be in a band called End of All, and that was like okay. an open opener band at the the Pound. We talk about so much, but there was a sick night where it was uh, skinless with End of All opening and. Basically, that like hate mal. What is it? The first one, hate malice, revenge, hate revenge. Malice, revenge. Yeah, yeah. That that style kind of yeah came out of that end of all. But end of all was more kind of on that New York skinless sound too. Okay, but oh, yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah, that morphed oh, into all shop pair. Kevin Mueller shit. Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> I love New York. I mean, him like you all the time. Yeah, you get a camera, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's funny. Yeah, when he would fucking sound check guitar shit, he would play like fucking just like New York slam riffs, and like Kevin would just fucking look at He'd get drunk and take his phone and stick his phone in your ear. Listen to this. I wonder what that is, though. I mean, we're down with the slams over here in Cali, but Cali likes the tech shit more. Yeah, big time. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't think, I don't think, I don't know. Because, I like, fucking, if Dying Fetus plays here or, like, the most tech band plays here, I think Dying Fetus wins. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a live setting like a live setting i think dying Vita yeah the slams are definitely yeah. for the more the, the live crowd than watching that's that i think is a big difference between like that those scenes and death metal is sort of like the more technical stuff is awesome you know and that's normally that where we end up falling into and but i realized a lot of the audience are kids that want to come and watch the dude shred you know or other yeah. grown-ass men that want to watch the dude shred and that's cool um you know i don't think there's i think that's just kind of what a lot of what could be brought to that crowd too is sort of like the big focus on the instrumentation but when it's kind of like oh it's not the end all be all and there's a little bit maybe less focus on that in the music like in something like slam it's very well, interesting because that's a lot when those of, hooks come back in, you know? A lot of tech stuff is like uh, fallen live because I feel like the sound um, oh, yeah. technology hasn't hasn't gotten to a live environment as good as a, you know, a break where the silence dun, 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 or like right. and the whole crowd know, can man. hear the, really? the like I feel oh well, I feel it's just, it turns into like if they're too riffy and like I like let's say I saw Spinal Possession live 
and they're one of, they're my, my favorite death metal band but like i knew every riff but like if right. someone else was walking into that and just like to see what's going on it's like, like their fingers are just going shit? all crazy and then like there's a guy yelling and that's about you know what i mean i don't know what's going on yeah yeah you don't know what's tim just said yeah, i don't know no what's idea. going on like, they got some great i have no notes. idea what's going on i don't play guitar so like sometimes i'm just what i'm saying it's for it's for musicians it's for musicians only so exactly but the thing is, like, if there was a way, and I've talked about this mo- many times on the podcast, like, for live sound, it's not there yet for, like, a super tech band to, like, hear, unless you have, like, the best engineer ever, to yeah, have, like, yeah. like the only thing I think of is having, like, having sound bars on every row, so, like, it does, so sound doesn't bounce and stuff, and, like, right. there's no, and you can hear every riff, yeah, all, or, like, like, or do one of those silent, like, discos or whatever, like, yeah. The, was faceless, like, the faceless in like 2013 was probably like the tightest band I've ever seen in my life. And that's like, oh, yeah, like, totally. I don't know, man. I think it, it might just be like a level of playing that only certain dudes like end up reaching. But they also like, don't. That, that was like the tightest shit ever, but, man. Like they, they, wrote, and they had like the um the direct in and shit at that point where they were. Just well, they doing wrote like, they wrote riffs, no though, sound. that were like a little bit of spawn here, a little bit of this here. And it's like kept you kind of like on a wavelength where it was like dun, dun, it was like still like chugging. And then like, oh, crazy riff. Oh, back. And now you're back to like the the everyone can head their like, okay. head their bangs, dude. Everyone can head their bangs, dude, to that one. Yeah, dude, and, I just uh, gotta go out to a metal show and head my bang, dude. I gotta yeah, head dude, my bang, yeah, yeah, and I just like where my head. Dude, bang you head got a bang right now, Jason? <laughs> you got a, you guys want a bang? Man, it's too fucking uh, late, dude. It's ten forty-six here, dude. Yeah, dude, my it's never too late for a bang. Oh, it's Tim, if I drank a bang right now, I would be fucking up until like three in the morning, and I have to work tomorrow. And uh, we have a pre-production session tomorrow that oh. we act like shit. We gotta do. Yeah, uh-huh. Alex. I'm gonna show up drunk and fuck it all up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You all do? Well, I gotta, I gotta drive there, so of course I'm gonna. Yeah, be drunk. so I'll get drunk when I'm there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah. So Tim, we'll so, start so out bon- with the jam part because we're, we're so yeah, Bon Jovi, we're gonna... and then um, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, so, no, no. Dude, an, I, I remember another one though. Is I was watching. I was in the Dragon Ball Z. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like 11, 12 years old. I would like run home, gotta fucking watch Dragon Ball Z. But they had a movie, and it was like Lord Slug or whatever. And they had uh, Deftones on the on the fucking soundtrack oh, for shit. it. Nice. And so my first CD that I owned was Adrenaline by Deftones. I got it for my 11th Sick. birthday. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and I remember I had my this best friend, and he liked rap music. And I remember him telling me, "He's like, you got to choose one, metal or rap. <laughs> Why? You can't, like, Why you can't fucking like both." Dude, you and I was, get closer dude, when you say that, dude. You again. had a friend that was just wrong. Yeah, you can't like both. <laughs> yeah, that's so sick, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, I was I rebellious against that statement at a young age too, dude. I I was like, I don't want to choose. That sucks. You, yeah, yeah. But we don't. I like Pantera and I like Wu Tang. Some of us. And like, I chose. I chose yeah. until I was like 24. Yeah. You chose. I chose five years oh, ago, yeah. but yeah. now like it's changed my life for real. Yeah, that's, like, what, that's, that's yeah, kind that's of what I feel too. like is is kind of giving us a little bit more of an edge when it comes to our songwriting or our idea bank is sort of like there's so many more influences we're pulling outside from metal that we apply in a metal context now that end up being so many it pushes our boundaries and at least right. makes it fun for us to kind of be like wow we can incorporate all kinds of different this shit. is pretty big this is pretty big because 
That's why, like, you know, people like reviews of music. It's like reviews of movies. It's like, uh, they're like, oh, dude, it only got like a 42% on blah, blah, blah. It's like, but then you end up like, it might be your favorite movie. It might be your favorite movie. It's art, man. It's just one thing about the cable guy. Some movies are bad. Some are bad. Yeah. Remember the cable guy? All movies are good, dude. Yeah. I was fucking some cable guy the other day, man. That shit rules, dude. Cable what? guy is sick, dude. Yeah, it's not a bad yeah, movie, like and it got panned, dude. You guys ever seen? There's uh, a lot of movies like that that got shit on in the day, but it eventually gained a following. A you guys ever yeah, seen? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. Pulp Fiction, fucking. Yeah, yeah. You guys ever seen fucking like big... um, Sideways yeah. with Paul Giamatti? Yeah, dude, Sideways. You guys cool. ever seen that movie? I know that was a critic. That was a critic movie, though. They love that movie. Yeah, you guys should check it out. It's on HBO Max for real. It's a good movie. Okay, I've actually uh, had a couple people ask me to check that out. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, have you ever seen like Election with Matthew Broderick? Mm-mm. Okay, yeah, well, the, the guy that did, right? yeah, the guy that did yeah, that, Alexander Payne. Alexander Payne. Yeah, he's married to Sandra Oh, dude. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on Grey's Anatomy. He was. Yeah. Like, oh. My uh, penis burned off. <laughs> Sandra, oh. oh, can you take a look at my penis? It burned off. It fell <laughs> off in a burn. And they got married. Can you believe it? They got married. Dude, anyone that yeah. I know that's like a fucking voice producer for any kind of movie or anything, like hire big nits, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude he's got a fucking awesome voice, dude. I know. What, what's what are the you guy doing? Does, Why are you like, playing drums in a death metal band, you fucking yeah. idiot? Once the guy who yeah, uh, yeah, for real. Once the guy who no, 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 like Bender from uh, Futurama, like Jason could be Bender. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, dude, you could be so many things. Jason dude, would be a you sick You have the bender. voice. You have the voice. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, tell you. Yeah. I told you this the first podcast. I'm just gonna just say it again. Angel, and I'm gonna keep doing it until he you can do, do it. both, though, dude. He could tour and just could be take voice gigs and, and yeah. have a little booth at home, and he does yeah. fucking voice acting or during the day. Just keep my voice exclusive to Warforge and make people come to us for the action. Yeah, that's true. Or you could do like a Toy Story and then be like, I'm in Warforge. And then like, you should narrate. Yeah, I would do a Toy Story. You should pre record (laughs) a narration to a Warforge set and just have your voice. I ain't got no time. Yeah, Jason, you'd be in. You'd be in fucking. If Disney came to my front door and was like, "Yeah, we'll do this now. It's just just sign this. We'll give you yeah. this much money. You record for an hour. Bam, I'll do it." But I'm not putting any effort into that. I have what about no three fucking, hours. Yeah, you know, J- Jason, I think. Time, man. Jason, I think. I think you would be. I think you would be the strap on in Sex Toy Story. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I'm going in. Sex yeah. Toy Strap me right up. You're a great I'm going on, in. You're a great strap on, oh. man. You're a good strap on. Oh. That's the best like compliment I've ever heard, dude. Yeah, like, you're a great strap on, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dildo, I'm a genius, fucking, dude. I'm a fucking, uh, I'm a bottle of lube. No, you're one of the <laughs> anal beads, dude. You're an anal bead. You're like, nah, dude. I'm too, into, I'm too into, I'm too into, I'm too into. He's the last anal bead. I'm, a, I'm too independent. For yeah, you are. You're yeah, like you the leader of the anal beads, dude. Uh, I'm, dude, I'm <laughs> the leader of the anal beads. I'm not right now. I wish you could. I wish we could pull up the old War We could pull up the old Warforged thing. We should pull the old, like the old first episode, and just yeah. watch fucking Alex like the whole time. He's just like, 
Yeah, out of bed. Fucking, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, dying, that was that was the saddest I've ever been in my entire life, man. Yeah, you, you still went through. We were kind of still like finding you talk our more shit and... about me, man. I'm gonna fuck you up. That's pretty. That's kind of. I don't know. Let's, let's watch it live. Let's do it. I'll fucking kick your. I'll fucking kick your ass. Don't hit me, man. I love. I love that. We get the. I'm swinging your old man. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in the band. You think you could beat your dad? Yeah, dude, that's so sick, dude. Asking your son to take a swing at you. Come take a yeah, swing at your like old man. That's your fantasy, man. You gotta yeah. have a son so he can do that to you. Yeah, you gotta have a son fuck up his life fucking... so he can do that to you. Right, don't taking, ever do that. We're taking control don't back of the podcast. We're taking, we're taking control back of the podcast. I'll kill you if you do that, man. Yo, Joseph's ready to light up, bro. This is a mosh pit of voices. It's gonna be like a nightmare on fucking Spotify. Our third album is also called The Grove. But I think no. I might have already told you that. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. Almanac. Hey, Joseph. Yeah, it's called Almanac. The Grove Almanac. But the Grovening? So we're like knee deep in pre-production for it now. It's um, going to be sick, dude. And some of it is like, essentially, our initial plan with The Grove was we were going to be like, let's do this 18-song album. And after discussions with the label, we were like, let's split it up into two. <laughs> That's a big undertaking, and it's yes. hard to produce all that shit and get it out in a reasonable time. So Malcolm was like, like, yeah, no, do two of those instead. <laughs> yeah, well, we suggested it to him. We were like, what if we did this? And he's like, That's a much better idea. So it's sort of like they've been really cool about working with us to basically cater to any idea that we want, which is yeah. very fucking sick. Cause it's like, I yeah. pitched some fucking insane shit. Oh, dude, and, you uh, are kind of a Joey Diaz. They've liked it all you, I think, I think Jason's kind of a Joey Diaz, dude. Oh yeah. Cocksuckers. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a very young. <laughs> I Joey wake Diaz. up in the morning. I smoke some ever... fucking weed and I watch somebody suck somebody's cock. And I suck <laughs> off. You guys, ever see this, you guys ever see this movie falling down? Oh, it's either yeah. blue cheese or go oh, yeah. fuck your mother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, all right, let's, 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 we're bringing it all back. We got to go back to Tim. I know we're okay. all we're all, this is kind of a mosh bit of fucking like the most fun I've ever had. But uh, fucking really? yeah, fucking a great time. I'm not. All we're right. falling up right now, dude. I'm not falling down. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's fucking, good. Yeah. Up, that's a shell of Silverstein. <laughs> that's me, man. That's, that's, uh, that's also like Anthony was a stall dude like back in the Michael, day when we were kids. He's all dude. Michael Fugless. He's all dude. That's, that shit's fucked. said people, that's fucked up, dude. He's all dude. That shit's fucked down, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> that definitely oh, rules. Stuck with Fuck me down, forever. Brother. Yeah. <laughs> but, so let's get back to the Tim Horton story. This isn't the fucking Tim Horton. Wait, what's the. So, Tim. So, uh, you play music or something? Or you... <laughs> no, uh, so uh, you were like, did the no, fucking... he was actually at a point where you were just joining. Oh, the right band. I was pissing, I was pissing. We didn't even hear the name of the band though, where you joined oh. and then the dude you oh, the joined first with, band he left. Yeah. yeah, that was that was like, um, it was like a cover band in high school, they did like covers and shit, and then uh. that didn't that was a little while, didn't last a super long time, but then yeah. after that um was pretty much i found these guys on craigslist they were called the cyrus if any of those guys are watching they're very sick i i like that band uh played with them for a while they were called the cyrus just like it was supposed to be after like cyrus like the historical figure okay i never quite liked it but it was okay or the virus cyrus Cyrus. we call this the cyrus the cyrus virus 
that band was fun that was like a, they were they were like a like a black dire murder kind of death metal band and then i joined gateways which was a metalcore band kind of um as kind of uh parkway drivey kind mm -hmm. of metalcore so you figure out you figure out how what basically figured out how to do those types of vocals in the first band and then the second band is where you really started to go for yeah. it yeah yeah i mean like my first band like there's videos on the internet i hope no one ever finds <laughs> Don't like like i didn't know what i was doing it was a really learn as i learn as i go kind of thing mm -hmm. um i didn't have you know any lessons or anything like that i kind of just figured it out right. i started listening to Whitechapel, and i really wanted to sound like phil bozeman oh, uh, yeah. do that shit for a while but uh for the most part i was just learning as i went on and then i joined a deathcore band called i killed everyone for a little while oh. in 2000 that was in 2013 did that and then um when I moved to a, back to Washington in 2016, I pretty much thought I was done. I didn't think I was going to do music anymore. Um, I went out and did an, uh, like an EP and like one show with um, the same, a lot of the same guys that were in gateways that was called motion failure. Uh, they're a pretty sick black metal band now. Um, but after that, I was like, yeah, I guess I'm an adult and I'm going to get a job and not do music anymore because I didn't want to find my place in a brand new scene. It would have been mm -hmm. taking a long time. And then um, that's when I flew out and Jason was just like, you want to be in the band? And I said yes. And here we are. But I hadn't done much in the last, you know, five to six years. I was... Uh, I did like one EP and one show in like five or six years. Yeah, that's crazy. That reminds me of uh, Michael Eon that we had. His first like tour was he was like eighteen or nineteen. The last week's episode, and he had a, his first tour was with Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> like, oh, can you imagine like what your child? He, what he's doing that? He uh, was in fuck. Cannibal. No, he wasn't. He wasn't in Cannibal Corpse. Oh, that might be filled in. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was. He was opening for him. He was opening for Cannibal. Uh, and, uh, man, I mean, I'm wearing he's, he's in the Cavalera Soulfly. Yeah, he plays Well, yeah. he was doing Soulfly too, right? Um, no, no, he was like a. I, I don't know if he was in the beginning, but I know that like he. Wait, does he, he does the turbo? Doesn't he do Actually, You know what? He might have been in Soulfly. He might have just jumped into Soulfly, and they're like, "Let's do a Cannibal to run or something." He's like, "Night." He's like, "Okay," and just like goes oh, into shit. fucking Cannibal. Like, no. and it's funny. It's funny well, for him. I never met that dude before, but oh, it was the band he was in before. Havoc, Havoc, Havoc. Havoc. Yeah, 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 yeah. Havoc. Nice yeah. to Havoc. Yeah, Can you imagine like just going from like, yeah, I like to play a bass a little bit to like fucking Tour playing with Cannibal Corpse? That's, that's like, nuts. Yeah, yeah. That's like sold out yeah. every night, like craziness, you know? And it's like for him, even like at that point too, it's like he like didn't, he like knew where they were and then toured with them and they became like a band he loved, but like he wasn't like already into them. He was so young that he was like, oh yeah, whatever. Let's just jam with them. And then all of a sudden he's like, I love this band. Like to find 
your band like that is such like a unique experience you know like yeah like that's through touring wild, with that man. yeah it's just yeah. like it's such a weird perspective for me you know it's like when i was yeah. a kid i used to watch bands open for cannibal and just think like you guys are millionaires dude you, can't, you, can't, like, you know yeah, for me it was child. really just me and jason's like friendship like because yeah we met such a long time ago but like anytime i would visit i would pretty much see jason either with at another friend's house or we would meet up and you know yeah. we've always like you know Keep it real with, with my dogs we've always, we've always fucked with each other and <laughs> yeah. you know talk to yeah, you know, yeah. it was kind of eventually no it just kind of came together yeah i brought i had brought it up to the dudes prior anyway when we were even thinking of people to get on um we were having these meetings like big production meetings and shit like about the record about our plans like it's kind of how we've been going forward with things because it's been easier for us to work together that way um at least the four of us here because it's like we could just get together and meet up anytime that we're free and assess what we need to fucking assess and just you know get on with the shit and do what we need to do which is kind of like crazy because we've never been a band that's been able to work as efficiently as we are now and as fast yeah. as we do now yeah. mm -hmm. but it's also just it's just different you know how much um <laughs> how much sundial material was already in place when you asked him a lot we had we had a good chunk already good written part of because, it yeah because that was kind of the first decision when adrian had left like i had said a little before was that we had we had decided we're going to get started on writing from scratch immediately and we just took mm -hmm. basically i think we only used one idea that we were entertaining in the past that max wrote that made it on the riff on him on a hymn of broken teeth of the second song that does that people love there's yeah. some um, sick drumming in that song too dude thanks man yeah dude i got nasty with that <laughs> shit um yeah yeah man the guys really trusted me on the drumming on this one which was very cool because on yeah pay it off it's like one of the biggest fucking compliments we get on the record is like you're yeah. drumming dude so. and it was like on voice i was pay pretty much following off, to like guitar pro for a lot and like yeah. and you know my own stuff as well but yeah i was kind of able to just we were all able to kind of play to our strengths on this record which was really cool because we like we're just sort of like, yo, motherfuckers, we've been doing this for so long. We're good. Like, let's just do shit that we know we're good at. Like, yeah, instead of sure about it, instead of fucking yeah. analyzing it a million exactly. times. Exactly. Just trying yeah. to. It really feels that way, too. I never had to, like, be like, oh, I got to sound this way. To yeah, you know, it was yeah, like. It was your thing. Do what and I the do way naturally. we kind of wrote, like, do, yeah. with Tim is such a diverse dude on the microphone, too, where it's just sort of like he could do a it's lot of things MC. with his natural voice that a lot of other people can't do, which is very cool for us to have. Yeah. And it's sort of like, you know, in the studio, Tim came out and it's like we we had all these lyrics written for him. And it was really cool that Tim was just sort of like understands the fact that this band is like something we've been doing for so fucking long like a lot mm. of us now that it's just sort of ingrained in our dna to kind of put that honesty here now or at least what we're trying to do and uh he ended up knocking fun. it out of the park like every it was so like i knew because i i was the only guy that had like the experience with tim out of anybody in the band like that knew what he really sounded like and you know was in a room with him when he did that shit and once you've started tracking to see everybody else in the band's like reaction, like Max's reaction, even yours, Alex, like it was mm -hmm. so sick because everybody was like, Oh, we're fine. Like any doubt, yeah. any shred of doubt, 
anybody had about us recovering. It's just like we had Adrian, who is a very succinct, sincere, kind of like a little bit not so loud, but loud vocalist. And then we have this big, powerful energy, ball of energy on vocals now where it's like you're getting a completely different vibe. And um, yeah, that's kind of where I think his his voice ends up, I think. I think his voice ended up, Tim, your voice ended up lending to the music a lot more naturally than any of us would have predicted. Um, and I think that that's really cool because it kind of just shows this testament of how music can kind of gain so much over time. There's so much that you could learn about music and it can grow in so many different ways through time. And it's it's kind of interesting to just see how we basically just did a 180 with our band and it ended up somehow still being more successful than our debut, at least as of now. And uh, to us, it's like, you know, of course we're, I'm stoked on the accomplishment and it's great, but it's still, it's like, in this day and age bands, you know, it's like we could take another two years to put out a record, but no, Mm -hmm. we're going to try hard not to do that. And we're going to try and hit the ground running. So what's the new, what's the new thing? I know Timmy, but Oh, one second but what the 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 new like process of a band like today i'm waiting actually just five minutes ago um you know i'm waiting to deftones and cross cross has just released a new song five minutes ago and like but they're they're doing it song by song and they're doing it like they're not doing albums anymore like you know we've talked about this a lot right like i'm trying to figure out like what's the next like, what do you do now? Do you do like a song, a song, the and then you do like a music video, and then another music video, then a song, song, then album? Or like, what do you... Well, a lot of bands are doing that, and I, there's a reason behind it, is that vinyl is still Spotify. fucked. It's still exponentially fucked oh, for you can't, you still can't get vinyl. Still fucked. Swift. Yeah, vinyl's still fucked right now. And the thing <laughs> is, is that the way metal labels work right now, the metal community and culture has worked as far as a business with that, vinyl sales metal dudes love vinyl metal dudes love listening to records on vinyl metal dudes love collecting vinyl collecting yeah you know that's the whole thing and it's a lot of labels make most of their sales and their bands make their biggest first week numbers based off of having vinyl now i believe the current rule of the nielsen sound scan software that billboard uses Mm -hmm. is in order for a vinyl sale to count as a first week sale it needs to be in transit shipping on its way to the purchaser by the release date okay. either mm-hmm. it needs to ship before or on the date to count as a first week sale because pre-sales used to, wow. ca- used, to, used to count right like people right. Would be like, they pre-sales did and count. it doesn't count yeah, yeah. anymore and pre-orders oh, okay. count as long as vinyl pre-orders count as yeah. long as they ship they first week time, that's yeah. it but the, the at the end of the day it's wow. like you know kids are not fucking buying vinyl they're listening to shit on tiktok and youtube for free and not paying any money and it's like the way that culture is adapting to consume media if we really take our like blinders off i mean look at how we watch shit like netflix and hulu and streaming services where we watch we'll watch like a mini series and be like this is the most genius shit i've ever seen and you watch it in a day and then you're thinking oh what's next 
Yeah. It's like we're living in this age where you're getting so much fucking content. At once, I mean, when you want it on demand. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, look at the our label, the artisan era, is almost a concentrated label, the label for a specific brand of technical death metal. It's like you could get this sound by listening to a ton of bands on that label, and it's cool. But it's like that's where our culture is kind of going towards. Yeah. You know, yep. if we really kind of fucking pay attention to it. So why are we not taking advantage of the fact that Motherfucking sloppy genius here is a sloppy genius. I have ideas for days. Tim has countless fucking ideas and is also a great writer. We actually have a song on the new album that we're working on where we used Tim's lyrics. And they're some of the, it's probably the most, one of the most unique and dark, fucked up Warforged songs we've ever had in a good way. And like, it was, dude, I love, I love, I love the way, dude, you are a natural, like, we were talking about one thing and you just turn it into a Warforged thing and talking about the album like perfectly. Like I almost like I almost like bought in and was like, yeah, yeah totally. Let's, let's go back into this. The Warforged yeah, album. Let's quit go. being That's such a quit dude, being such a so nit good. sucker, dude. Right, no, dude. Baby, I'm breaking and entering into your consciousness. I'm impressed. <laughs> Joseph, you got something? No, I don't. Oh, I was actually gonna before all that. I wanted to ask Joseph his thoughts on uh, Sundial. Yeah, let's say I was gonna say, what's your favorite song on this record, man? Oh man, I like right answers. And if you don't say, say I like them all, say I like them all. There's only right answers. There's only two Um, right answers. Yeah, there's. um, What's (laughs) the the bliss join to the. What is it? Let's join the band. That's one of your favorite. That's one of your favorite. Dude, that fucking when that first riff comes in, like dun 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 dun. Okay. Dude, every time I just punch somebody, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah, man, that's and awesome. Then, um, he forges my, my... war with the first person. He sees, <laughs> yeah. Dude. yeah, that's why you're getting blocked, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, war. yeah. I went dude. into um my music studio and Jason had sent me like an advanced track. It was probably No Man's Land or whatever. And I just showed it to Josh, my vocalist in Last of Lucy. I was just like, Warforged has a new vocalist. What do you think? And he, they were just like, way better. And I was like, <laughs> okay. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. like, and that's like game recognizing game right there. Cause Josh, yeah, he's is good. Josh is great. So, Josh is great. Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, dude, I, I've enjoyed it exponentially over time, like appreciating more layers. What I love the most is when you guys, you kind of introduce, you kind of like tease the prog early with Sheridan and then it comes in again later. And when it yeah. comes in again later with the cleans again, it like, I don't know, it just takes on more lushness and then oh, it gets yeah. heavier later and faster. Mm-hmm. And I just love records that kind of like, don't just have four good songs and then filler. Like it kind of just, you know, gives you a lot yeah. at the end. So Every yeah, we try to give each song a life of its own as well. You know, that was the yeah. idea was to kind of like every song is going to be something a little different. Man, mm-hmm. I can't wait to show you our new fucking record, dude. I'll send you all the fucking demos. They're like, hell yeah. It's basically yeah, like, it's going to be fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like we, we've been, Alex and I mm-hmm. have a, we've been like bouncing, we've all kind of been bouncing back some track lists and like just kind of listening to our, uh, demos that we have so far of all these songs and it's like we have lyrics are all done vocal demos are done like pre-pro tim's learning the shit we just i think we just sent it yesterday right today and it's like so we're like literally fucking cooking right now which is why Mm. it's easy which is why it's hard for me not to talk about it because my head is very present in this and i'm living it and uh it's fucking okay but it's it's (laughs) it's like all the 
It's all the elements on Sundial, yeah. but like fucking amped up to 10. Like all it the singing feel... is fucking way more explorative than we've done before. Yeah. Um, all of the heavy and dark shit is goes to places and extremes we oh, haven't been before. Uh, it's really going to be a fucking... I don't know. A fucking almond. Yeah, fuck yeah. New Warforce. It doesn't feel like the growth part two. It, <laughs> it doesn't feel like there. the growth part two. It feels like the <laughs> the evolution of what the growth did. Yeah. It's like yeah. just more. It's like where we go from there right. more than like more of the same as like a second part record. It's like it's a second part of the growth, but at the same time, it is like an evolution of the growth rather than more of the growth. No, it's nutty. It's nutty as fuck. Yeah, dude. it's it's, it's sort of it's like, gonna be a I mean, nutty ass record, dude. It's when you're working in there. real time like Trust we me. are, and the fact that it's like we're kind of learning <laughs> as we go along with it, you yeah. just end up the more practice you do stuff, the more you put into it, it's like you end up streamlining things. So you're the way right. this record's coming together, we'll put some you know, it started with songs from like we had some songs left over from Sundial that we knew were going to end up on this record. Like we had a ton to pick from when we were trying to find a track listing for Sundown. So we knew the few songs we had left over were making it to Almanac because we loved them. But the thing was, is we had a lot more time. We had more time to work on them then. Yeah. And then it's really cool them, to see like a band like you guys like, up a little bit, like, see you guys all like your faces light up and like, you guys are so excited about it you guys like, it's, have, like it's, a what natural makes excitement. me the happiest playing music is doing yeah yeah this exact that's why you guys will be shit. successful it's because like i took a walk before i went on this podcast after i after i stopped work and i fucking took a walk i was listening to the demos then dude I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm stoked on it man yeah we we're our biggest that's we're awesome. our own biggest fans but at yeah. the end of the day it's just like there's so they're, like now that it's like I've, I've, we've been doing this for so long. We've seen so many bands go towards so many different paths of success, you know, being in the scene and even just watching from the outside, learning from other musicians. And it's sort of like, I'm at this point now with our band where it's like, we're just going to make a lot of motherfucking noise until people start turning their heads and they have no choice to be like, and you keep making what's it. going You're, on here? Keep writing, keep getting, like, keep the Yeah, we're just going to keep it coming, man. We were actually, yeah. this Monday, we're launching a podcast called The Grovecast where we go into, we did nine episodes where we filmed an episode on each track on the record that goes into the process of songwriting, coming up with the ideas, and just us talking about the music. And um, it's a new type of content thing we're trying to do instead of just like we hate we hate playthrough videos like our band is not we don't like doing them everybody feels like it's a fucking chore and it's kind of like and not that there's anything wrong with them i think they're cool as fuck but it's just sort of like a pain in the ass sometimes for adults to just it's weird it's a weird thing but it's like i'm trying to think we're trying to think of that's where I'm saying it's like yeah. let's be creative Trying and to do take these opportunities to do something that's different and makes it's us happy. Yeah. You know, it's like what's yeah. easy. We love talking podcast. about dude, shit. My fucking mom has a podcast, probably. Like everyone's yeah, got a dude, podcast. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, different. I, 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 I subscribe to a one take. Down on Grove Street. Yeah. I lived on a Grove Street for a while for a number of years, which is part of the influence of the name. But the name The Grove essentially means a collection of trees. And it's basically to serve metaphorically to be like, this is a collection of different sides and different pieces of music that we have to offer you right now that are honest representations of us or things that have influenced us and our thinking within recent time. So it's been cool because there's a lot more self-reflection, I think, that everybody's been doing now. Like, 
with this record we're working on now, it's called Almanac. And it's sort of to represent the blossoming of how everybody has kind of reclaimed the name in this band and sort of like we're all finding a way to kind of move forward together while still maintaining some type of happiness with it. Because it's sort of like if these guys like are doing this and we're putting all this fucking work, I mean, it's like I put a lot of fucking energy into this because I don't do a lot of other, you know, it's like I'm one of those guys where I feel like I'm not getting my honest and best shit if I'm not putting all my, my heart into it. And Warforged has been, I mean, I've been doing this shit for a decade. You know, I started this band out of another band with Adrian and it's sort of like, you know what, if I'm fucking doing this, it's gotta have some type of like, that's the rule of thumb. The rule of thumb is, uh, I mean, I was talking to, to Naveen and Chaney about this, but like the rule of thumb with them, and I've kind of come to the realization it's like a decade. You right. gotta do a decade. Yeah. You gotta do ten years. Like, yep. I mean, there's certain there's exceptions, obviously, where they pop right. up out of nowhere and like. I wouldn't want to be them though. That would yeah, be yeah. I mean, a lot of I would not be able to handle being like famous really quick, like some guys get. That would suck, dude. <laughs> I mean, I now you guys are famous my now. Life would have fucked up if that had ever happened to me. <laughs> no, we're not. I mean, we're famous as far as like we got to tour with Irizum Nile, which is sick. But it's yeah. Like, yeah, 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 we're yeah, still yeah, a small ass cool. band, we're and it's like we're we're trying. Like, I think it's a common misconception because well, the, the, well, the, now... the word fam- famous doesn't really exist in death metal. No, it's kind of like, like a yeah. There's like we got a second record out now, and now there's people that are like hitting us up for shit, and I'm just like yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do because it's like why do you guys are like we're. You know, it's like we're kind of doing our thing here and just uh, hoping it works. And it's like a, a lot of guys have these, you know, I, I mean, it's like, Joseph, we've had conversations in the past where you've asked me about like why I haven't played in other bands or taken other opportunities. Cause I've gotten as drummers, you know, we get opportunities like a motherfucker to play in yeah. bands. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, it's awesome to see how busy you get. But for me, it's like, I just don't, at this point in my life, I just enjoy being creative and trying to put some art out into the world more than I enjoy sitting behind my drum kit. Oh yeah, absolutely. I get the most fulfillment out of doing it with Warforged and doing it with like a motherfucker like Alex, like, because I've, I've grown up with him. Like me and him have this wavelength where it's sort of like, we share some of our favorite music together outside of metal, which is really cool. And uh, it's been cool where it's like, I could show Alex new ideas and some things that Sonic, and it's, it's, it's like, we were able to challenge each other in a way, which I think is, is something that a lot of bands kind of put their blinders onto in certain aspects. And it's kind of nice to have that creative influence together because our production team is like, I mean, we have ideas. We already have like lists of ideas for projects and albums after the one we're working on now because we're so yeah, it's hyped hard not to get ahead of ourselves too. Yeah, it's it's, it's that's the big challenge like, right oh, now. Wait, it's kind of like idea for this shit. It's like oh Jesus, right? Like, but I mean, it's, it's kind of like this day and age. Like, it's sort of like yeah. we all we're we're getting older. Like, what can we do? We can try and make music that's sick. We can try and do it in a way where we're not killing ourselves. Fucking doing Jason, it. you're not older. Like thirty. Like I'm. 39 right. in fucking like, like Jesus. Like this thing, I know I know that third that 30-year-old kind of thing that when you jump when right. you dirty 30 and stuff, you're like, oh, where's it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a yeah. checkpoint of your life. It's like, where am I at right now? What's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, all the shit, you know, it's like I'm I have that three in my name or my attached sure. to my name yeah. now, you know. But like it go, I mean, my dirty like 30 felt like it was like 10 it was like five years ago. But excuse yeah. me, years ago, not that long ago. But um, 
but it's literally like not like it's going to go to 40 so quick like you know like death metal is only 30 some years old so yeah yeah, 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 I mean, like I just, I mean, when I say that we're getting older, Louis, I, mean, Louis, like I frame it in a mindset where it's sort of like, <laughs> I'm not the same. I don't think the same way I did when I was 20. Well, yeah, 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 I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think the same way. And once uh, you start hitting the road you know, more, you're going to have like other, oh, yeah. you know, it's going to other like things you go learn. Not like I'm all telling you. Oh, yeah. We're already learning, learning about, man. Like yeah, yeah. it's, it's always, every time we hit the road, it's something you come yeah. back feeling like, yeah, well, I guess I didn't expectations are always challenged you're gonna do like a summer slaughter you do a summer slaughter with like 50 bands on it and have to listen to death metal like all day and be like all right dude well uh if that even continues honestly (laughs) yeah i don't didn't i don't think they've brought it back since the pandemic have they no i think it's i think it might come back in a couple years be my guess yeah if it's gonna come back you know what i mean because like trying to recover because right now like even right now at work i was at today it's like Oh, our uh, you know our office is uh, infected now. It's like everyone has to go home. I'm yeah. like, oh shit, we're doing this again. <laughs> like I was mm-hmm. like, oh fuck, that kind of made me scared of uh, purchasing <laughs> tickets in the future because I was like, shit, is this gonna? Are they gonna shut shit down? Right. Like I, you know, I'm like worried about like that like excitement that we had in 2020. I like me and Trevor bought like so many tickets to things, and then like yeah. we're just like, oh, it's all is it gonna happen? I remember the last thing that was like on the that we're about to go see it was Norm Macdonald. It was like oh, yeah, Norm Macdonald was about to play down the street or wow. over the hill, about 25 minutes, 30 minutes away. And I was like, dude, well, he hasn't canceled that yet. So we're still got that one. You know, we didn't know what was going on. We're like thinking things are closing for like three weeks. Well, at the time, we're like, that yeah. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all didn't know. And then once the Norm Macdonald went, it was the day of the Norm Macdonald show, was like, nope. And I was like, fuck. All right. Well, yeah, that's man. our last out of our 10 tickets we bought in advance for things like that's the last one it's Dude. like all right well i think it's uh i can't into the long haul did you try and watch his last special the one oh i watched it's the whole awesome thing. dude yeah. yeah yeah i loved it yeah yeah dude i can't I wait your time till- I can't wait till Summer Slaughter 2024, dude, when fucking Poppy headlines and Dayseekers direct support. It's going to be sick <laughs> as fuck, man. My student <laughs> just saw Poppy open for uh, Smashing Pumpkins oh, yeah. like Jesus. two days ago. Yeah, well, yeah remember they put out an album on Sumerian? Smashing Pumpkins did? Yeah, it was Deftones Poppy, right? I didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, Deftones did a tour with, with Poppy. Oh, no, they were about oh, really? to do a tour with Poppy, and they and then oh yeah, got, over the oh, pandemic, and it got yeah, 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 yeah. Gojira. Which like Poppy got Gojira. a little sloppy. Uh, <laughs> You're uh, sloppy meet Poppy. Poppy meet sloppy. Online, dude. Huh? I whenever I think of Poppy, I think of Poppy from Seinfeld. Oh, you do? Yeah, man. I think of Oi Poppy. Anyways, I don't know who um, Poppy is actually. Poppy? Poppy's yeah. It's like a Swedish female vocalist or something. Or? Female vocalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like YouTube star. It's just like her. I thought she was a pop right? star. Like, I got my girlfriend star. knows the story of Poppy because she's like savvy with internet shit, which is awesome. Yeah. I love the fact that my girlfriend is tapped into a side of culture that a lot of metal guys are way too afraid to go yeah, into man. because I learned so much just by like my girlfriend going on TikTok, and i'm just yeah. like every time my mind is blown like i'm fascinated by something new culturally but i think it's sort of like if you're not have if you your band is going to be filled with old guys that are just like TikToks for kids that you know like are no, five no, reasons no, no, yeah. to hate it. it's like good luck if you're, trying if, to if get if you're like a new if you're a newer band coming out and you don't have like an established like yeah. thing going on and you decide just, to do like and you're like fuck TikTok, fuck all the social media platforms. It's like, right. well, you know, like I've seen, like, I have so many, I have like five or ten friends that have like done a 
TikTok that's gotten like over five million views. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. Or just exactly. randomly, the so algorithm you know grabs it. The algorithm yeah. just grabs it and just goes like, boom, metal, everyone. Exactly. Metal is actually really good for TikTok. Like, metal. It's awesome for TikTok. Yeah. Because you can just you like, like immediately. Kate Beckinsale to fucking hang out. I mean, out yeah. Look at Lorna Short. You know? Perfect example. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's awesome yeah. for a band like yeah. of that. First time I heard too. fucking through the Hellfire was TikTok. That's for damn. There you go. You probably saw the video, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was people reacting to it. Like, Everyone oh my god! Sound. Yeah, I saw, fucking, I saw fucking I Jen- saw I saw Jennifer like, Garner. I saw Jennifer so Garner. Of that, that I'm really <laughs> That's also part of it too. Is it's like, like you got to be willing to eat a certain level of shit Our as a man to like party. get anywhere. And it's yeah. like there's only a certain level of shit I'm even willing to eat with TikTok. It's like so we're like if you go on the Warforged TikTok, we have these very sick fucking weird ass vaporwave fucked up videos Alex made that are just like these really weird visuals that I'm like, these are yeah. fucking genius. Let's throw them on TikTok and just see what happens. Because if we're going to use a platform like that, I'm getting fucking creative with it. Well, that's how, that's Alex, how uh, Alex you know, actually, with the dugout. That's what's up, dude. Yeah. On there. <laughs> oh, Ch- yeah Chaney actually is the one who showed me about TikTok. She was like, dude, my video got like five oh, yeah. million views. Uh, she's on YMH. We're actually yeah, we're yeah. going on their show yeah, in like a, their show. a few weeks, yeah. I think. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah like it's insane. It's very, yeah. she, uh, it's, they reached out to us which was like very cool i reached out to them at first yeah it's kind of like i'm i'm very curious as to like (laughs) really like but it's it's very cool that they're i know i've been been on twice i mean the first time i was on i was like sure because of my friends i was like yeah you guys are homies right but i I know that naveen the way naveen does things i know he goes big with everything so i was like right I i went in there and i was like i was like had a gnarly night the night before it was like oh shit and like i got there and i got super nervous because they had like all these lights and all these like right. cameras and shit and i was like oh shit it's like a studio like this is yeah. like like I, like i always joke about like this is where like i just hang out and do stuff where i'm sitting right, right now this is like my most comfortable area of my life is where i'm sitting right now and yeah. then i got thrown into that and i was like and I think I might might have hit a joint or something before or something before, and I was like, okay. "Oh my god, this is like a nightmare." And this, this is, is like for the worst. weed heads. Yeah, you know, it's and it was it's like and it's, it, Naveen and... calmed me down because Naveen was just all, "Dude, I'm nervous every time." And I was like, yeah. all right, well, "Thank you, man." Is Naveen fucking. Uh, <laughs> is he like a weird? Is he like a, a? Could he be like Mr. Bean? We call him Mr. Veen. That would be very sick. <laughs> Is he yeah, down with names? Is he's he that kind of a dude who's like a? You better not like, be ta- you, uh, dude, Alex. You're not acting like this on that fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. Do that. <laughs> you can. You can. They, they'll, they'll that shit with is that. line. <laughs> no, no. Naveen is a. Uh, he's a genuine dude. He's just a very. Uh, how do I explain it? Naveen? He's I'm very. Kidding. We're not on that his insane. Own. He's on his own trip. He's kind of just like trying to figure like what he wants to get into he's like where is he sick? going I'm gonna do this. Uh, only, alex you've had conversations with them you've had more conversations with them than yeah, i've had at this point you act like you don't easy guy to talk to yeah he's super chill dude he's like one yeah of the he's chillers. awesome man we've yeah. had, we yeah. actually saw him dude. we've seen him at a couple of nashville outings at this point that we've ended up being at was <laughs> sick but it's like yeah, also yeah. we've been seeing him at we see him at shows and stuff and like they're the coolest people and they've always been super yeah. like i don't know why that like i mean mean dude they run a podcast and it's very yeah alex shut up it's been sick that like <laughs> it's sick that, that this guy that played in animosity and cheney who was on fucking tom segura's show even considered to ask our stupid fucking band and alex you know it's just like yeah this yeah. is sick it's like yeah. this is incredible like for us to have an opportunity like that so you're gonna be We're in person then you're gonna be doing it in person right over here. Yeah. i guess 
yeah, yeah. Oh, what are you doing? No, we're doing it remotely because yeah. we're, okay, okay. we're working on stuff here. So we're all, yeah. I think the four of us that live in Chicago are meeting up at uh, our play, or Max's and Alex's parents' place to do with the yeah. episodes because that's our HQ. Is this yeah, yeah, big yeah. ass house in Naperville, Illinois? Hell yeah, it's very sick. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, getting naped. Yeah, it's awesome, <laughs> and it's just like uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it'll be it'll be interesting because it's sort of like I feel like we have this thing where we're still trying to figure out like the press thing where it's like everybody wants to talk, but some guys like I think want to talk, but then they're like, oh, I don't have too much to say, and then it ends up being this thing where we're like, well. Let's just all fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like, we're all here. Mm-hmm. We're all homies. Like, we could all just chill in the fucking room together. And it's so much more... F- I feel like it's so much more fun to kind of... Yeah. We're all people. We're all, like, friends. Like, Jace, Max, and Alex and I have known each other and have gone deep into this band for long enough to where we have, like, our own language as far as how we speak. So it's just kind of like... I like- feel like... Yeah, you know, we just want to be this band that's like, how can we kind of like show that in our music that it's like, yo, we're like a family, you know, it's like, we're like, we're a band that it's like, we're not made of guys that just, you know, yeah, we're made of guys that did make it in the past. But as far as like the four musicians of this band, like the guys that are playing the instruments, it's like, we've been working together for longer, the majority of the time. Like longer than this band, uh, how am I worded? I don't know how to word this because I'm baked, but yeah, uh, I'm fucking it's, <laughs> it's like Yo. how long like have you been before us play music? Out yeah, of it's Banjo Kazooie. We've been a band for ten years. We've had this lineup for how many years? Well, the like four of you guys us are in the back. Instrumental. Oh, the four of us. How long has Max been a band? Six years. Okay, yeah, six yeah. years. Not as long of a time as I thought, but long enough to be... Oh, oh, that's, that's a long time, dude. That's the longest that we've had yeah. for like a concrete a lineup time. of instru- like guys that play the music. Yeah. The best um, is that this episode's called the, or the you know it's like your episode, but there's weed in the background, and we're just in the darkest weeds that we could yeah. get. Like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like the most, oh, yeah, like the fuck. Oh, even fucking Jedi is fucking chiming <laughs> in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, but, uh, and it's it's been awesome to just kind of like. I don't know. Be have inject kind of our personalities into it. Like, yeah, yeah. Tim's got this really cool song on on our new record, which has a lot of I feel like language that is very specific to how Tim writes and talks, and I think oh, it's yeah. very cool. But it's also very unique to how I and Alex write. So it's cool to kind of have this melding in the song of like, oh, this is like Tim on a Warforged song, which mm-hmm. is really fucking cool because it's like, oh, it's Warforged. Like his voice is becoming one of ours, and it's like. I think in in the future, whatever we're going to do after this, it's like we're trying to incorporate more of like an everybody like we're talking about everybody getting in the room and writing the record like fuck a computer, you know, well, we'll have a computer there to do the electronic shit, but you know, like it's kind of wild how like being in the studio recording (laughs) the Grove was really like one of the first times I was in a room doing anything with you guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. Pretty I mean, much, like it was just we like, practice hey, you're in the band. We had had the next time I see you, songs we were doing shit with. But yeah, we yeah. had jammed a couple times before we went in, but that just was to make it. Sure, like, it was legit. Yeah, that was still all the first experience you really had with us. Like, right. you know, can I can I ask about how the tour went? Because I hung out with Jason Ooh. after the tour, but yeah. uh, I wanted to hear you. Alex uh, lost his phone. You yeah, guys, Alex lost his wallet and phone. 
put it on yeah. top of the van. And drove away. <laughs> <laughs> I get along with that fuck you, idiot. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Wallet, Kansas City, stupid. Kansas City. Fourth to last show. Yeah, it was funny. You brought that up yeah. immediately. That's hilarious. <laughs> they dude. gave us these fucking uh they gave us these backstage <laughs> beers that were like super high alcohol content. Yeah. And I was used to just like they would drop cores off or something, and it's like this shit was like eight percent that they dropped off. So I was like drinking it. Yeah, and uh I got. I was just too fucked up. I was hanging out with the Otme guys, so I felt like I needed to be macho and hanging out with those guys. Yeah, you guys man. know that band Otme? Yeah, yeah Riffers on unique. And I was like, fucking those, those guys are sick fucking rednecks, oh, yeah. and I like want to be redneck with them. Dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're all. <laughs> they are. You're more redneck than they are. No, they're, they're fucking. Like, they like, dude. Wide those, wide. those are those dudes that are like their their dogs are like not their. Yeah, buddies. we'll tell you. Their you want to know? Like fucking like they hunt for them and shit. That's like the kind of. They're like, <laughs> you guys want to know what actually happened that night? Yeah. You want to know how it really went down from like yeah. the our perspective? Yeah, you want to know, yeah. Alex? You want to know how? I know how it went down. <laughs> yeah, I know you lived it, dude. Yeah, man, I lived it. It was awful. We don't dude. have to talk about it. We don't have to air it. We out can talk about it. This is like well, Philadelphia, dude. No, man, it's sick. It's funny, man. It's right just like <laughs> Alex. I, I would. I would not mind. I would not mind hearing it. We were getting ready to leave this show in Kansas City, and we had an overnight drive because where were we driving to? Fucking Chicago. It was an eight-hour drive back yeah. home. Yeah. And uh, our plan was we were going to get home, and then when we got home, me and you were going to drive home to get back to our apartments to, like, chill and take a shower. And, yeah, like, to, to chill. Like, yeah, 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 and have sex with our girlfriends. Yes. So we were just yeah, like, yeah. let's go home. Exactly. And we drove home and like but like this was the thing we were getting ready to leave the venue and we couldn't find alex anywhere we were calling him he wasn't picking up and then finally like i go to our van and alex is in like it's parked in the alley of this venue and alex is just like a like passed out in the passenger seat and the uh, some of the guys i'm i'm not going to say who but there were some people doing acid and like i thought for a second that like i, I opened the door and alex was just like like not just like i know when alex is drunk but this was like blackout alex because he was like not able to talk and i thought that maybe he took some acid and i was going to be like you motherfucker if i'm not going home and getting laid because like you took some acid i'm gonna kill you like that's what i felt in my head but i was just like in both heads you know what like fuck it like i was just kind of like I was like, are you, I, I asked him if he was on acid and then you were like, yes. And you kind of like <laughs> fell out of the van when you did That's that. Sick, but then like the entire loadout, Alex was just drunk and like I inside the trailer changing his pants for some reason. And no, then, like, the last thing I, I, was, I, I hung dude. out with, I was hanging out with Rivers and Nile. Like they were about to go on, and I was like, "Dude, the work is the fucking shit, man." And it was my <laughs> band, I fucking respect you guys for making it. I was like, really giving them the fucking what is about their fucking about the work because I love it. Yeah, giving them work. Yeah, they're yeah, just getting ready to play and don't want to hear it at this yeah. point. Just yeah, like... they were just Jared's doing his fucking drumsticks. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. They I like us. Though. They I actually like our band, which is pretty cool. No, it was fucking oh, sick, but, uh, right. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, Joel, I, uh, Joel has a few of those stories on tour as well. This is where it's, this is it gets even better because yeah. no, we're in the van and Alex comes to, to after piss. he stops after he sobers up. Sorry. 
Yeah. It's all good. And he loses his fucking phone and his wallet. He can't find his phone or his wallet. So we're at a gas station two blocks from the venue. We have to go back. Like, yeah, like, we're looking everywhere for a shit. He's like, I can't find anything. Where the fuck is my wallet? And then you were like, where did you put my shit? I was like, I didn't touch any of your things, Alex. Like, you were like, you sure you didn't see my shit? And I'm like, no, I didn't, dude. And I remember you had to go back. You were like demanding to go on Rivers' like, bus because you were like, I was on there it's gotta be there and I, and like they were like nah it's not on there i'm like dude i don't think it's there like i was like yeah you were trying and we were Damn, like dude. let's just go and then like because at that point everybody was so mad because we wanted to leave and go home and i really wanted to you know come back home and then you were like you were sober by the like when we were an hour out and at that point yeah. you were on the phone canceling your debit card with chase bank and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like you 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 made us call. You made somebody. You borrowed somebody's phone to call your girlfriend to tell her that you lost your phone. To yeah. be, I think it was you were like Max, Max. I gotta call Tia. I gotta call Tia. And like he had to get this out. And I get it. Like that was a smart move on your end. But then it was just oh, like yeah, dude. this is what the best genius part of it was. I was like Alex, because I, I remembered, and I was like, wait, Alex. Didn't I see you changing your pants and passing out in the trailer? And you were like, oh, so we pulled over at the next truck stop we found. And then sure enough, his wallet was there. And it's like we found his phone and he had already canceled his card. So we couldn't use it. And, <laughs> well, no, the, phone, the phone had gotten run over. At the oh, over again. oh, yeah. We, we found your. Was it broken? <laughs> yeah. Fucking anytime he me my phone, he was like, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> it's it's like you probably put it on the roof. Is that the yeah. dude, Andy? Yeah, he's like, I'm so he's sorry, dude. Baltimore, I'm sorry, dude. I'm yeah. so sorry, dude. I'm Yo, I broke, Baltimore. I broke my phone on a tour this summer too. I break but... my, I broke my phone on another tour, dude. In Canada, yeah. I broke my phone. It's so sick, man. Yeah, I'm gonna get a gun and bring it on tour so I can shoot your phones, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, phone, how was your story, Joseph? How'd you break your phone? I, yeah, dude, it's a sick story. Um. We had a day off in Austin, Texas. It was like 99 degrees, like as hot as possible, like fucking August 15th or some shit. Um, so like the first day we go to the watering hole and it's super fun and we ride scooters around. And then I wake up the next day and we don't have to leave till like 11. So I rent like a bike and I just go like bike up to University of Austin. And it's like a beautiful campus. And I'm just like cruising back and we're like about to leave in like five ten minutes and i'm like fuck they don't even know where i am like i better get back i'm like filming myself or doing shit and then i just like put my phone into the fucking basket of the bike but i don't realize that the basket's like got big holes in it so immediately uh, my phone just fell onto the ground as i was riding on an electric bike that sucks. So i turned back it was totally cashed and then i like i'm like dude they're gonna take off from our like campsite and not know where the fuck i am so i like had to get back because like if yes and then suddenly i like made it back um and i'm like dude i broke my phone but i had brought a backup old phone that itself was broken but still works. See, that's so, what a professor does on my google maps that's history sick. like google saves all your data so like i can trace the entire tour up to austin and then it fucking stops because that's where my <laughs> phone broke so. right yeah. baby 
Oh, man, that was a fun, fun night, fun day in Austin, and uh, that was a sick tour. And fucking also, just when I saw you guys play the LA date of the Rivers tour, that was such a fucking fun day. I showed up early, hung out with you guys, especially awesome, Jason. Man. You yeah, fed so me fried fun, chicken dude. on the fucking yeah, uh, dude. Page of that picture is that fucking rule, iconic, dude. I met yeah. fucking Tim for the first time, uh, hung out for a bit, and gushed over the record. And um, yeah, you would have had it by then, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I got to hang out with all these guys, and then I played that venue with uh, Rings of Saturn like two months later, and it was like, oh, I've already hung out here. Like I know exactly <laughs> how it is. So that was yeah. like a great fucking experience, training awesome, like, prep dude. for me. That's awesome, so, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. That was awesome, dude. Yeah. Dude, that, yeah, was, that was a fucking fun show. Spot, man. That was a cool that was venue. A good show. No, that cool. spot actually cool. sucked ass, but it was a great time to hang out with you guys. <laughs> I was like, that's the sickest place I ever played. He's like, that place sucked, actually. No, yeah. I mean, we, had, we, had, uh, we had free beer, so that was all that mattered. Yeah. If I had to pay for alcohol, I would have been really mad. Oh, dude, that's, yeah, that, that actually makes or break a venue. It was only makes or breaks show, a venue. I got to hang out with you and Ricky, and then, like, Tosin Abasi shows up in a 27-piece yeah. leather suit, and I'm like, why is this motherfucker at this show? But oh, dude. Like, yeah, Ron Casey from Inanimate was there. Fuck yeah, our boy Ron was there. Oh, I hung out with Ron for a while yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was Ron awesome rules man to violently vomit dude yeah yeah tvd yeah, before dude. me he's yeah. my like predecessor yeah. it's moments yeah. like that yeah. that i had like some fucking like imposter syndrome because i was like i've never like gone on like a tour like this and i'm like there's toes of bossy right there bringing this guy right <laughs> yeah, yeah tim and tim's like, getting what am thrown I doing? in to touring at that level that was the first to like tim didn't even get to do our like smaller tours with us so he was thrown into the fucking fire. Like, dude, I'm so really like, he, yeah, Tim did a great job adapting any, every way that you did, dude. Like, that's not that's easy awesome. shit to do, especially like <clears throat> when we were basically playing, like we had made this very conscious decision on that tour to be like, fuck playing like only one new song. We're playing only one old song and doing all new shit. Cause it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. we worked our asses thing. off on yeah, it. Like, care, fuck yeah. it, man. It's just like, yeah, a little bit started... of it was cause I, didn't want to learn it, but yeah, but it's also just like <laughs> crazy he's shit, singing bro. songs that he's more confident on, and it's like Tim yeah. knows these songs, fuck yeah. it, and we all are dying to play this new shit. So it's just like, why are we gonna just you know, like to the ten fans we have that want to hear like yeah. you know this the older shit? It's like that's we're all you know that's not discrediting it by any means, but it was just sort of a decision to be like, this tour is going to be brutal. If we could have some fun with it, let's have some fucking fun. You know, what's it. a trippy fact you know? about, uh, you know, talk about Tosin and stuff. I remember doing the tour cause he was filling in the first time I met him. He was filling in like animals that never toured. It was filling in for a uh, born with Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah. He walks out of the, his van or whatever. And he's like in some, every day was like a new outfit. And I was, we were just yeah, like, man. Jesus, man, like, what, you got like, that drip, like boy, no, I know. I was like, but he just rocked it. He was like, yeah. just had shorts like all high and like it'd yeah. be like salmon color, like everything. And we were just like, we're sitting there with like fucking like camo shorts on and fucking yeah. like a death metal shirt. Insane, dude. Yeah, yeah. And he just walked up to us, was like, just what up, dude? You know, it's totally like how he is today. He's exactly the same. He's like yeah. had that style back then, and like, like he's not like. If you see him nowadays, like, oh, he must have, like, he's on the cover of all the guitar, ma like, world magazines. He must have yeah. like, got all cocky. He's been like that since he was flying yeah. out and making nothing. Like, he was, and like, there's a thing that I, similar to me. I'm I saw him on, um, yeah, uh, I, re I respect the man in the fashion, baby. Yeah. Morgan, 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 what? Nitta. 
Morgan dude, Morgan uh, Arjun. Okay, so there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's dude. sick, actually. Dude, you're Italian, dude. Dude, Anthony, your Italian's fucking weak right now, dude. You got the weakest Italian. It's all fucking, good, dude. He's all, he's yeah, like you guys are talking. Remember, he's like the loudest one wins. He's all. Yeah, yeah. He's all you guys are going yeah, you're like Adam more... Driver's Italian accent, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that stink? Did you guys see that movie? It's stunk. Morgan. No, all right. The Cynic Hoodie. Uh, the DVD a, very, that, uh... a very Gucci movie. Remember that movie? Listen, listen for a second. Adam Driver. Yeah, there you go. Listen, yeah, listen, listen to me. There we go. Okay, there's listen Italian. There we go. There we go. There it is. <laughs> there's uh the drummer right. for on Frederick Frederick Thorndall special defects. Morgan Argen. 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 There you go. And um, he had put a DVD out, and I'm pretty sure there's a section of the DVD where there's a jam session between Tosin and him and another bass player. I forget oh, really? who the bass player is, but um, I remember part of Tosin's interview on the DVD was talking about how he's really into fashion and he always has been. Yeah, yeah. And it's cool. And actually, he like some of the shit I'm. I see him wear. I'm like, damn, it'd be fucking cool to be able to pull that shit off. You know, he just had he had the confidence. He had the confidence. Yeah, we had the confidence. Like no one had the, but no one in the scene. Too fat to look sick like that. You know, that's (laughs) not true. Look, I'm fatter than you, and I dress like a fucking sick ass (laughs) (laughs) moment. I always get compliments on my outfits. They do it, and I get compliments in front of you, dude. Come yeah, on! Why don't you? You got the guy next to you. You got to style, dude. Alex, scum <clears throat> genius. Alex is being the being sloppy genius. It's like there's a style built into Alex that I you it's have like a style that I don't think you realize. Walmart. You yeah, you gotta check this out. Alex is a bit. His glasses fashion, sit crooked on his nose. Uh, <laughs> dude, those are from the dollar store, man. He'll tell you. Yeah, it's just yeah. like you know, Alex is a t-shirt. I'm gonna wear jeans, clunky shoes, and a fucking plain hoodie type of guy. One and ear out, one ear in on the headphones. It's very Midwest. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I'm just a Midwest fucking dude ha, ha, that like. Doesn't need style to associate my identity, yeah, yeah. and I think that's really cool about Alex. Yeah, jack my swag, dude. For, for me, like I'm very big Remember into that? clothes. Like, I love fucking clothes. It's definitely become a passion of mine. Clothes, yeah, yeah, yeah. music, yeah. which is weird, but it's like, yeah, there's something about fashion that I think is really untapped. It's in. fun. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Like I've always been like I've always been a black t-shirt, black shorts kind of yeah. guy. You know, like and like sometimes I'll be have to get dressed up for like an event. And I'll be like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like, yes. I, like people are like people are like oh you look sick and i'm like right. oh shit no one's ever told me that it's a <laughs> yeah, weird thing. I know, doesn't it feel good doesn't it feel good to like feel it's like it's expensive it is expensive you go to ross so you can find some fucking deals at ross where it's like dress for less dress for less you know you don't need a fucking spend a lot of money for more. to look good either you don't like, need a fucking alligator on your tit to like spend a hundred dollars for a fucking button up if your everyday clothes is shit that you put thought into more so than people recognize people pick up on that shit like i always think about what i'm wearing every day every single time all you guys house like tim are you are you single man tim uh okay um (laughs) (laughs) no mostly no mostly no okay it's, yeah, the, the I, fashion I, though. I'm, I'm seeing somebody that's probably watching right now. She's probably watching right now. But uh, it, it's like one of the. It's like gonna be a thing. It's not a thing yet. It's gonna be a thing. Oh, okay, okay. So you haven't, nice. you haven't, yeah, yeah. There you go. You haven't, nice. you haven't fashioned nice her save, up, dude. Oh, yeah. Nice save for when she's watching. <laughs> no, but it's one of those things though. That's a definitely a. If you if you are a metalhead and stuck in the metalhead kind of like style, and you're like, I get no pussy. 
I don't know. Put on like do something different. Nah, dude. I yeah, like I I still enjoy it. We're a bright green like fucking sweatshirt. <laughs> I enjoy ironing you know? a nice shirt, ironing some slacks, fucking throwing some dress shoes right. on. Yeah, listen to Dave. Listen to Dave dinner, Matthews or having something. Having a few dude. old fashions. <laughs> 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 Definitely <laughs> listen to fucking. You'll, you'll nah, crash into you'll crash into her if nah, you do. If, if I have to listen to one of Dave Matthews songs, it would be satellite. Soften up the the metal guy in me was a Sufjan Steve. I got big. Let me hear it. Let's mm. sing me a verse right now. Of Sufjan Stevens? Yeah, come yeah, on. Go. One, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has yeah, that John yeah, Wayne yeah. Gacy song. Oh, yeah, where, okay. Where he John sings. Wayne Gacy is fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one, yeah. No. His father was a drinker. <laughs> his mother cried in bed. <laughs> Yeah. That's, goes. Um, That's very Morrison. John Wayne's t shirts. Yeah, it's a real He's got vibrato on his voice. He can sing, dude. He just he's no, he's really good. More. So he's, he's, got, got, what is he's, really good. he's showing Alex sympathy about a serial killer. Yeah, that's the song. It's it's that's the first one that I thought of. It's not my favorite for real. Like it's not like I'm, I'm I don't condone any it's not mass serial killers. I think it's his favorite. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not my favorite Sufjan song. Is um probably uh the predatory wasps of the Palisades are out to get us. Whoa, it's I really like song. that. Such a sick name. You know how it goes? It goes. This is fucking Sufjan. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yo, man, this guy's got some death metal shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. That would be sick, though. I would fuck with that. Did you make up that song name? Huh? No, that's actually a real, that's a real, that's a real, uh, I was gonna be like, yo, write that down. Man. That's the predatory a real, wasps of the what? The predatory wasps of the Palisades are out to get us. I like it, dude. So just, yeah, yeah, it's sick, right? Yeah, that's an awesome song title, dude. Yeah, Anthony, but like, you're on that wavelength, man. Where I know, like, can, can we, can we, can we address the fucking elephant in the room that Alex, like I said, real quickly, when you were like joking, yeah. singing. You hit a vibrato that was like actually like a real singer vibrato. Uh, <laughs> he is a real we singer. We know you sing. We know you sing. Like don't uh, don't like he's hide behind. Yeah, don't hide it. Sing uh, now perfectly. Do <laughs> some fucking <laughs> Beach Boy fucking harmony. Right ocean, now, dude. Dude. Give me some, some uh, seal, man. You want me to some... sing? Yeah, you want me to sing some seal? Yeah. 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 All right. Um, uh, da, 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 kiss off the. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Lead him in with the kiss from a rose, dude. He's done it. Used to be a gray and tower alone on the sea. You remember? You're selling it, dude. You're selling it, dude. Can you do Angela? Jason sings good too, man. That's a good ass. I just don't do it at the band. Maybe one day. Well, have you, you, uh, Jason knows like Barry White or something. <laughs> yeah. huh? You set the microphone behind the, the drum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that would be sick, though. That would rule. You're like your old blasting. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, dude. That'd be Just sick. Just for a I break, girl. <laughs> I guess you oh, do dude, a. That uh... fucking... Jason, that whistling guy you sent me last night was so sick, dude. Which guy was that? That whistling, whistling rapper guy. Oh yeah, from food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're not talking about that. We'll talk about it off camera, guys. We're not talking about it on camera. That video yeah, is sick as fuck. What were you going to say, Professor? Yeah, How can people look it up, though? How can people look it up? Uh, Wait, uh, was who's say something. Gone Wild on Instagram? Yeah, it was going to be a steal his look. So you guys should do a steal his look fucking <laughs> memes, like of how your outfits are and where you buy it and shit like especially for jason oh, you guys like should do that. multiple pack, steal his looks like a like yeah. a warforge magazine article in like gq or some shit where it like talks about your clothes and sourcing and all yeah that shit. it talks about my, <laughs> fucking, warforge uh, my haircut a fucking sheer yourself cut yeah. it yourself <laughs> there's like there's like those Extra like isn't tim a barber yeah Yes. Yeah, but he lives oh, you are, 3, right? thousand miles away. We're concentrate some barber content into the Warforged world at some yeah. point. I actually I, got high the other day. I thought it would be hair. cool to do a concept EP about Tim's world in cutting hair. Because like it's such a unique. <laughs> so Tim, I got, I got a good, I got that shit. A good idea for you if you're like a, a podcast or like a Twitch or something. You, you just do a you cut people's hair with like a, a yeah, mic right. on. And you yeah. have a mic on the person, and you just interview them while you cut their hair live. Yeah, that'd be kind of idea. Sick. I do have like some interesting clients. Like, so I always give them like three, three chances to be a talker or not, and then I shut the fuck up. Like, I'll be yeah, like, yeah. "Where are you from? What do you do?" And then eventually, if it's all like uh, Amazon, Go I'm just like, "All right, cool. You don't want to talk, <laughs> and then I'm not going to talk." <laughs> Sometimes though, I get some, I get some fun ones. Yeah, I have, I have a barber. Like, I have a, a, a dedicated person I go to because I remember going to like great clips and being like, and having some person going like, Dude, I don't know, like some random person talk to you, and you're like, all right, well, I don't want to do like I have a rough day at work or something. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to engage with a new person right now. I need like comfort or let's just be quiet until the air gets done. Like, because sometimes it's like it's the only time you can do it, and it's like the, it closes at six, six or seven. Like you gotta. Run after work and get there, dude. Some people tell their barber. Some people tell their barber shit they never tell anybody. Oh no, I tell my barber everything. Yeah, some people use my boy though. But I've had people like you know, not quite this. I won't say exactly, but like you know, it's almost like they'll be like, "Yeah, I fucking killed somebody once," you know, like this (laughs) crazy shit. I'm like, "Whoa, this is where the body's buried." Have to tell me that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. That's crazy, yeah. man. Do you have, and, so you, do you actually provide that service on the road for other bands and stuff? Uh, I did for the guys in the other bands. Um, for free, like you don't want to lose like, your license. I know for free. No, right? not for free. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was just like, yeah, you know, cash, Venmo, whatever. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I I would like to. I've seen other bands do this. If someone in the band is a barber, where like they'll set up in advance, like oh, Alex Whitechapel appointments mm-hmm. and shit yeah yeah and and like d- do haircuts at the show to like kind of because like these guys they could all work because they work remote they could work on the road and like for me i was like damn i'm gonna be gone for a while i'm not gonna be like making any money so like finding a way to like work on the road is always on my mind for sure as far as like whether like you know hopefully people just aren't snitches to the <laughs> yeah government. yeah to the state or whatever so because uh, um, i do say, only hold the license in uh washington <laughs> so if someone wants to get a haircut from you in washington how do they get a hold of you prime fades is the uh barbershop name it's in marysville um oh, yeah. you could book online that is the most easy that's my favorite simple way to do it or you could hit up my barber instagram which is mothy barber like timothy without the ti barber once and, you find out there's the uh, actual professional barbers that charge like a, maybe a little bit more than great clips and they do like a 20 times better job 
that you're like, That's I'm us. never going I, to fucking I do. breakups again. My haircuts you know? are $25. Yeah, I yeah. Fixed, I fixed Great Clips haircuts almost every day. Yeah, like yeah. people that like just left great clips and then they're, they're like, what down the fuck here, is like, this? Yeah, 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 they fucked me up. And I'm like, well, if I was going there was your first mistake. Let's get over. <laughs> totally. Once you get a barber, that's, that's that was actually a very important thing in my life was like because I would get a haircut every two or three weeks or something got work and stuff. that would be looking professional. And I was like going to great clips and that sometimes there's just a fucking patch there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Sometimes Especially like if a you fucking... want like a fade. Like, yeah, yeah, and and then I had found a barber with a fucking app, and I would be like, okay, this is my schedule. Boom, go here. I can do I can do five, ten on a fucking Thursday, and boom, I just get a haircut. You know, I don't have to like go there and sit in line and shit. That was like the biggest life hack for me. If you're like getting haircuts, having an appointment, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah, just walk People in, gotta to, like not... sit in the line. Just buzz it fucking off, dude. You don't Whatever. have to worry about fucking it. Dude. It's the lowest the in your head. Shit, dude. That's, what That's what's funny. I'm doing myself, dude. Really, really quick side note. Ian, <laughs> uh, this isn't a hoodie. I'm just wearing a shirt over a hoodie. It's just a, the demo That's shirt. That's such a sick shirt, though. I've had it for I know. so hoodie. long, dude. Did you get that? That's, I got it. I like the way you're That's pod, OP, Like I dude. said, pre-pod, it's a bootleg, I'm sure, but I got it like 20 years ago somehow. It's a cool I don't know one, if it was at like a fucking uh, kiosk at one of the festivals that I've been to where a dude was just selling some random hodgepodge of old weird t-shirts, you know? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a picture and text, text him. The right 91 now. demo <laughs> is still fucking unbelievable. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. totally. That 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 bridge of what was going on in the demo era yeah. to focus. It's we all a... know it hurts to say it, but we all like those versions of the songs more than the focus ones, and we're just I like, like uh, fuck. I like the versions of those songs more than more than death. So how about that? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I don't yeah. know if I've ever heard the ninety uh, one. No, I don't really actually. I don't like the you should keep it, dude. Yeah, okay. I should. I, you know what, Tristan or er, Cynic for me was big, a big Tristan impact. Was... On, yeah, Tristan Air yeah, was yeah. the album for us because yeah. we were it came out in two thousand eight, and we were in yeah. high school yeah. when that shit came out. So it was like, right. boom. And I knew, yeah, I exactly. known of Cynic before then. Like, yeah. I, like I went on to them yeah. right before that had come out because I had seen that there was press on them reuniting to play shows, and I yeah. was like, oh, I'll check out Focus. And then I was like, I've never heard anything fucking like this, which was crazy. And I was like. I, like it was kind of a shock to think that that was even considered like metal. It was such a fusion. Well, it was just think about the era. Like so think about much. the era for you, like wearing that bright green shirt right now. It was an era. Like yeah, for them for, for for them coming out and like playing that style of music to open for Cannibal Corpse in '94 <laughs> was an era. Like that's <laughs> like insane. that sounds like a it's nightmare. Insane. Like you know to yeah. go out there and just be like hey, we're gonna do like a jazz kind of like prog band in front yeah. of and just but go out rules. there and get like booed half the time and. Yeah. And still stick through it and be like fucking, yeah. you know, you know, like that's like huge. That's like one of the right. most ballsy things you can do. I think yeah. this is like for for metal, yeah. it's one of the more important yeah. ballsy things, you know. Yeah, taking a risk, yeah. you know, and right. a lot of bands don't do it these days because it's very scary career wise, you know. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I for I think we've always been a. I mean, for us, creative risks haven't been a problem because we've like pushed ourselves so far so early but you have the landscape those. now the landscape's been built yeah. now like we're like bands have done it now so it's like yeah, now so it's it's, like, if you want to take a it's risk contemporary it's like, yeah, you take a risk yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. back then it's it was like, like it was like, like dude, bands like cynic that open those doors for 
a war force but to take risks. For, for Cynic for, being uh, so contemporary crazy. as they were at the time of being like a jazz fusion mixed with death metal, you know, it's mm -hmm. like that's just a sound. That's like a sonic in itself we could apply to Warforged and like yeah yeah i remember we had on uh <clears throat> when our first ep essence of the land came out there's an intro song called diabolical being and part of it has this kind of like double picked lead riff that's very like paul masvidali like cynic sounding and the dudes in that band viljarda when that ep dropped like were they were like this is sick and like their drummer at the time was like this this part sounds like cynic and i was like and there, one of their singers messaged me and was like, "This kind of sounds like Deb and Townsend," and I was just like, yeah, yeah. like "What? <laughs> okay, like, this is insane!" And I love that band. So like, there's no one at that like, at the Cannibal Corpse where there's no one going like, "Dude, that sounds like Alan Holdsworth." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No doing that, you know what I mean. Which is totally just like, a, where a is a booga? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's like this isn't fucking stupid enough, man. But it's like, yeah, I know. You know like, what? I more like, caveman, it's brother. cool yeah. because it's like we all we love cynic and we love so much different metal and so many different metal bands that we've kind of become this thing where we've been able to really source a lot of like these sonics that these other bands that that have inspired us from these other bands. And I mean, that's kind of, I feel like that's really what contemporary metal is these days. It's like finding a unified sound within all these different artists that you're influenced by. But yeah. for me, it's like, we got to keep doing that. It, like, if we do that, we'll end up with one sound for everything. Dude, if, if things keep up like the way they're keeping up, like I've, I've brought it up like nine times tonight, but like yeah. the Ticketmaster thing. But if you're going like with like music and like influences and things like that, yeah. like it's going to turn into like, well, that was inspired by this band. So you have to, you owe them percent right, uh, yeah. this was inspired by this band you owe them uh one percent yeah uh this band it's like it might be like with like ai like breaking insane. shit down it's like gonna oh, be fuck. like all right dude it's gonna be like whoa <laughs> yeah i know yeah, who fucking knows the future of the now, music industry with such a fragile industry that it really is it's yeah. very hard to predict where things are gonna go because you know it's like you were talking earlier i kind of wanted to bring this back up because you were talking about it earlier about how these bands do these cycles where they're releasing singles and then the album comes out and we're mm -hmm. talking about how these vinyl sales factor into the fact that it's a big pivotal point and sometimes how bands are releasing their records because it's like you want those sales to go towards your first week numbers because you want to make a great and because that's the big impression of the industry these days the physical sort of physical like, copies that's yeah what you're saying, right yeah but it's just like music comes and goes so fast and, and yeah. in a in with how the pandemic affect vinyl and the vinyl industry it's like we're still waiting on sundial like i'm not quite i think we're expected to get those next month but it still might even be a delay after that because of like yeah, yeah. that yeah. album kind of if we sundial, we're sorry we ended up having <laughs> We ended up having to push Sundial a little faster than we had thought because it kind of had to coincide with that Rivers tour. So it was uh -huh. sort of like we needed a move and we were moving like way fast with it. So that's kind of why that record came out the way it did. But I'm kind of happy it did because I've been noticing a lot of and I'm not, you know, I'm not here to like create anything, just kind of putting this narrative out there because I feel like more bands should be thinking this way. But if you're sitting on music forever, like because a label is making you wait to put it out, you know, it's kind of like think about how much stock you're putting into that and to how much you could actually grow your band on top of that, because, yeah. you know, that's going to hinder you right there. And I, I mean, there's, there's bands where I've, I've had one-on-one -on -one interactions with dudes where they're telling me they're like, yep, our record's done. 
our label is waiting, you know, we're, they're waiting to have it in hand before we can do anything with it. And you're waiting a long time sometimes, you know, and the it's final like final shortage and shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at that point it's like, well, how can you, you know, what can you really do to move forward? And yeah. it's like, we end up in this awkward stagnance now because, you know, vinyl isn't, isn't. I have a question. Cause you, you said something about the, the, the physical in hand that the only thing that counts for Nielsen is actual orders that are shipped right. or something. I, Yes. So, okay, I was, so I, from my understanding of it, I don't know. I don't know for a fact if this is true. But I mean, this but one thing, one thing I wanted to, I wanted to see if this was possible or this is actually how they're counting things. So there's bands that are doing like one, like let's take a, I don't know, Lorna Shore for like a band that everyone kind of okay. knows. Let's say that they're putting out two songs or one song and then another song like a month later and they're selling individual things for those each songs. And then they do another two songs, boom, individual sales for those songs. And then they do the album. Do those individual song sales count towards the fucking Nielsen? That's like if they're if they're introducing they physical products for those you mean like seven yeah, yeah. or something. That I don't know because a good example of that I think would be the Acacia Strain. They did this thing where like uh, they um, <laughs> there he is. They did this thing where for their last record, Slow Decay, they did yeah, yeah. that seven inch. They they put out each song each track of the album was released in these two songs seven inches and i bought yeah. them because i love that band but it's like same, yeah. i don't know if that counts towards i'm not i'm not quite sure if that counts towards an album sale or not because it's if it's marketed as a separate release would that be would that count as a separate sale for that release alone because it's it has not, to be something like that because you know how spotify it's like literally yeah. rivers released like their last album and i was like fuck yeah this is sick and then i was like a month later, like, oh yeah, they released an album recently. You know what? It's like, something that it just goes by so your brain yeah. just like takes in all the this thing stuff. is with, with something like that, you need like the research is necessary because it changes so much within how fast the music industry evolves and media yeah. evolves and culture evolves that you need to have your eye on it somehow, or yeah. at least know somebody that has access to that information that that looks like, that looks like a different uh different ingredient in your right because like we, we the yeah. six of us could sit here and speculate all kinds of shit about wait wait wait, wait, wait. We, i we just want to the answers to bring attention to the fact that tim's now i think using uh a different chemical oh <laughs> it's on. Oh, yeah, getting on that <laughs> cannabis level dude the cannabinoid <laughs> yeah I just realized yeah, I was like, you know, I really like want to eat some Texas toast later, and it's a little. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the fucking talk about the fucking Bliss music video. You're dude. priming your oh yeah yeah the munchies, so, dude. So for the Bliss joint of the band music video, if you watch that, a lot of the scenes where everyone's like together, uh, I'm not in it, and that is because there was gonna there. Was, so I have like. I don't want to say like a sensitivity or an allergy, but I'm pretty like low top, no matter how much weed I smoke, my tolerance is so small. And there was a scene where I was going to rip a bong and like blow it up at a drone. And then the drone was going to like fly up and zoom out. We couldn't even use it because the propellers on the drone just blow the smoke everywhere. So I like overcompensated and just ripped that thing so hard yeah and someone's talking to me inside before we're filming and all of a sudden the room is just like and i could hear everyone's voice at the exact same time and i'm like hey man sorry i gotta interrupt you i gotta go to the bathroom real quick and i go to the bathroom and i lay down i I freaking put my feet up i feel like i'm gonna pass out and and 
at one point I feel like I'm hallucinating. I say I feel like because I don't know for sure, but it seemed like I was like hallucinating, mm-hmm. and like half of my face was like buzzing, and I could like feel all the nerves in my teeth. I thought I thought I was having a seizure. I don't. I've been to the, so like this has happened in front of people before, and I've been sent to the hospital for it. So I don't know what it is, but when it's happened in front of people, they said, "Yeah, you were like doing weird shit with your arm and like shaking and shit." <laughs> I don't know, but I I thought it was a seizure. It probably wasn't. I just felt really fucked up, and right. uh, I ended up just going to. I had to like I was like texting Jason on the floor and I'm like, bro, I'm really, really messed up. I'm <laughs> sorry. Cool. That's the volume. Yeah. That's the one. That's yeah, the that's it. I was just like, I'm sorry. Because I, <laughs> I felt so bad because I wanted to be in the video. And like, Dude, I, I hear Jason was the wall telling Malcolm like, hey man, so here, Tim's really fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, so Tim basically, I found out because Tim was gone for like 15 minutes and then everybody's like, we need to shoot. Where is Tim? And then I'm just like, I figured out he was in the bathroom and I I was talking to him and Tim's like, he he just, he couldn't do it in that moment. And I knew right away, I was like, I got your back. I was like, don't even worry about it. Yeah, we'll no, take care cool. of it. Do what you got to do. Everyone was cool. Everyone was super cool. Yeah, everybody was I, so, I we were so bad. It's like, with this, I could tell Tim was very anxious <laughs> about it because it's like, you know, it's it's a lot of firsts for everybody here. So it was sort of this thing where uh, I was just got like, you, know, part, yeah. you know what, man, whatever works for you. Like if, if you need to chill, that's fine. And we had to, Malcolm was cool about it. We ended up finishing the shoot without a hitch. And, what, yeah, and it was it was it, was, it definitely made for I an went awesome story. <laughs> yeah, that's such oh, a yeah. fucking cool video, though. I fucking Thanks, yeah, that's yeah. That was a lot of concentrated ideas. That was a very, that was like the most. That's the party one where everybody's got like actual broccoli in a bag. Yeah, getting fucked up on fake drugs, dude. It was inspired by a short film I made in fucking high school, which was with one of my friends uh, growing up where we were, we did this thing where it was like how kids like really like glorified buying weed in high school and thinking it was like this really revolutionary thing back in 2006. (laughs) And it, Mm -hmm. it was just like, it was funny because we would like just use fake things and sell it like that and be like, sick, I bought this fucking broccoli, dude. Fuck yeah. You that's know, on, how, like, that's on YouTube cool still, isn't it? It, it was uh, kind of funny though that I got that I don't know if it is. Okay. The video? Yeah. Yeah, this huh? video, that's video you're talking about. I, oh, no, I, I, just, I literally just pulled it from YouTube. That, that, I yeah. don't know if, I ever, oh, if it ever made it to YouTube, but I could... I've definitely it seen it before though. Yeah, yeah I've know. shown it to you, but it's, okay. it's just sort of like... Yeah, and, and everybody, like, we had come up with a couple ideas for it, but I realized that it was, like, we had to really fucking, like, humble ourselves as far as, like, coming up with creative ideas for videos because it's, like, we don't have access to fucking studio gear. We don't have access to, like, so it's kind of, like, let's use our fucking imaginations to make something fun and sick and cool and self-reflection yeah. and, like, sick. humorous. And it's kind of, like, you know, we're all dudes that constantly, like, fucking are on 10 with our senses of humor in our band, you know, and it's kind of nice to be able to have this, uh, you know, to be able to display another type of emotion through the music with like, you know, we knew like when you look at like a song like bliss joint to the bang, there's a lot of death core sonics in that song. Um, just like that tent, you know, that, that lend to the way it's structured. I mean, if you really break it down, it's similar to a song like beast by the Acacia strain, where there's like, there's a guitar break before the second chorus comes in. And it's like, 
and it wasn't even intentional that way. It's just kind of the swagger that the song ended up carrying once it was done. So kind of coming to this idea of like, let's do a fucking hip hop video where everybody's just like pretending to do a verse. And it's like, you know, we're all just like fucked up and uh, Damsky, sit up, man. Kevin, sit the fuck up, man. Sit the fuck up, man. You can't, dude. Do something a little different because our old music videos were so dark and very like, you know, they were ve- like there was a little bit of humor in them before, but I feel like it didn't come from a natural place. It felt from kind of like how can we make this funny to everybody? And I think that is important to think, but it's like, you also want to make sure, I feel like for us that we're executing in it in a way where it feels like it's something that we would actually joke about. So being yeah. able to do that was just like, oh yeah, this is great. And I, they were, Artisan couldn't be more down with it, which was cool. I mean, it, I love how you guys' personality comes through. I also want to shout out Max, who's like just a fucking giant, and yeah, dude. dude live live i i i mean i knew jason and and like you know his homies and i was like all right this is gonna be so fun and then alex like literally like scares you dude like it's so gnarly when you guys are all on stage together yeah man. And he's like a foot taller than anyone else and when you guys were you guys were like a well fucking oiled machine when you played like you thanks been, man that's probably like 20 shows in or 30 yeah in, i don't know but like by the time yeah it was like i don't know i just wanted I mean, you guys are all into it, but um, yeah, it's like, and and just Kev brought just coming in to 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 say what's up. That was fucking rad, and and Kev with Alluvial that tour was also insane, and he had such sick presence. And then I just wanted to say that I wanted to go see Alluvial with Carbomb Animals as leaders, but it, the closest show was Vegas. But that looked like one of the f- most fun tours. That's like a dream tour. Those are like three of the top bands right now. Yeah, and dude. Kev was on the way to my house. Up. He's on the way to my house, and their fucking van broke down on the way to my house. <laughs> dude, yeah, like, he told me about hang that. Out, and I was like, fuck. And then they sent me a video of like the van getting like, like Wes in the fucking driver's seat. Like it's getting like pulled up. I'm just like, oh shit. It's like a real, these are real issues here. These are yeah. not like, I'm like, why aren't you guys here? Dude? What's going on, dude? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fucking real tour issues. Like that's Dude, they have bad luck to deal with, with, you know. Dude, they always yeah, they got they lots of van problems around. that band. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll be on general. They had all, all the van problems on our They tour. had van problems on our tour. They were having a few tire, uh, tire problems. Trailer issues. Trailer tire, yeah. yeah what's up, Kevin? East Coast can't take care of their fucking vans? Or what's going on? Dude? <laughs> I don't know, man. No, I, I just maybe I don't know. They take good care of it. Wes is a fucking like genius, man. But like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we uh yeah, we actually they those guys ended up uh, staying with and hanging out with us for a couple of days in between that uh, tour they did with Revocation and the Car Bomb tour. Mm-hmm. So we ended up getting because the, they spent a couple nights at Max's. So we were we were chilling with them like on Alex's birthday and shit. And uh, it was cool to just kind of get to hang out with those dudes again because we formed such like strong friendships with those dudes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Kevin's the shit, man. Kevin fucking one style Muller dog. <laughs> one style Muller. <Mueller. laughs> nah, he's got more styles. I actually like. I, know uh, I picked his. Bro. I picked his brain theory. a bunch because we like make a bunch of we we like rip on each other about like East Coast versus West Coast and stuff and like 
there's one of his podcast or podcast, one of his uh, streams where we like we were going back and forth, and he showed me a bunch of cool shit. Where I was like, all right, hell yeah, no, he's all right, <laughs> I get it. Like I'm not like I'm not saying I'm tech all the way, dog. Like I like I like the chunk. Like what are you talking about? Like what's going on? Like dude, I, uh, I like I'm willing to admit New York is harder than Seattle. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, yeah, willing yeah. to. I'm, I'll, I'll take that out. Yeah, yeah we'll be the, the, New York would beat the shit. shit. Like in a fist fight, like New York, yeah. you guys are fucked, dude. Respect the like, fucking knuckle deep, dude. Seattle would fucking be like, I know they'd be like, like, like lawsuits and shit. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna sue your ass. You got a lot of yeah. guns. You know who my dad is. No. You know who my dad is. Like, uh, There's nowhere more lawsuit friendly than New York City, though. Yeah. I'm sorry, they're yeah, gonna yeah, sue. Yeah. You oh, that's where all the that's where all the lawyers are. That's true. Yeah, that's true. They're like, you've been served. <laughs> yeah. Fucking... Yeah, I, saw that, I saw that movie. Dude. Dude. I saw that movie. You hey, you served? got served. <laughs> I think you were in that movie. I think you had a juke scene yeah. in that movie, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. I think you had a twerking scene in fucking. Wait, is this the yeah. cheerleader movie I'm thinking of? What oh, am you I? Got, you got served. Oh, is like a street dance movie. Yeah. I'm thinking of a the guy from SSX. Oh, okay. Way off. <laughs> no, you know you're mixing it. You're mixing it up with that one movie that was making fun of all the horror or the like. Move, uh, what's that fucking? Uh, not another team movie. Yes. Called... Okay. Yeah, I yeah, am yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. mixing it up with that. Yeah. 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 Okay. I yeah, think yeah. I've also. Oh, man, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Man. I would do. Fucking... I was watching uh, wrongfully I... accused last night, dude. Parody movies were the shit back then. Dude, oh yeah. Still in this old chat. I want to see. Kevin, are you still? In... <laughs> I love that he asked you to sit up, Alex. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's, he's he doesn't need to sit up. Look at this. <laughs> I know. Look at this relaxing. I like all the faces you've been doing. The yeah. fucking. The big, like, you've been, you've been up front, you've been in the back, you've been like, yeah, everything. Dude, you're you've all been, over the place. You've been bringing the us, yeah, dude. It looks like I wish Damn. we had like Facebook filters. Yeah, dude, on sick, uh, oh, that'd be fun. Like, fucking like, uh, like insect, like new metal pose, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah dude. Cold, the cold the player's crazy, <laughs> but he is crazy. <laughs> Um, but don't yeah, it is cool to have big guys doing crazy shit on stage, and I think that's what's cool about it. It's like, know, Alex, you're a bigger dude than I expected. When I, I mean, as far as height and everything, yeah, you're dude. like a. I'm like eight foot nine. That's right? calling you fat. Yeah, I thought you were fucking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I heard you're nine eleven. Sixty nine foot sixty nine, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I heard I was fucking two thousand foot six. How tall are you? How tall are you? I'm gonna guess six three. Dude, I'm. I said I was like eight four, dude. <laughs> you're you're fucking dude. space murder. And your brother, so your brother must be like nine seven then. I got a <laughs> pimple. I got a pimple on my pituitary gland. I grew like eight inches last year. <laughs> How <laughs> tall are you for real? Six, I am like six three. Yeah, six. Four. Boom. Yeah. So then your brother's Are you and your brother the same height, or is he big? No, Max, Max is taller, Max, is, Max is six seven, man. Max is tall, and Max has been taller than anybody we've ever toured with. He's taller. He's taller still. Standing up and laying down, you know. Yeah. You you're, never, you're never, you're never gonna uh, mistake his shoes for yours. That's for sure. Down. <laughs> no, uh, I got a homie that's six eight. So, like, does yeah. he have to get a bigger, an my extra dad, large my, guitar? My dad, something. No, my, dude, my dad's a uh, six eight. And uh, yeah, his whenever, dad's huge. Whenever we go to Best Buy, like, someone would be like, "Oh my god, you're so tall! Like, how tall are you?" He'd be like, "Yeah." Oh. 
six six. Like he just like down. Yeah, low ball. <laughs> <laughs> like, make the other person feel short. I don't know. It was sick. He'd always say six six. It's like, dude, you're clearly like close to six nine. Dude, I got a buddy that's like seven three or something ridiculous, yeah. and like Jesus. he li- literally, you get asked that nonstop. If you're oh, like, yeah, I, the that's first time I met him, I was just all like, how tall are you? Yeah. And that's like the yeah. number one thing you don't ask him. Like you do not ask him. Oh, dude, everybody like, asking that. Like, dude, how tall are you, man? Yeah, he. I worked with like, this guy uh, at a restaurant who had like fucking size twenty seven shoes, and I was like, dude, how big are your shoes? He's like, twenty sevens. I'm like, oh, really? Why don't you shove them in my ass? <laughs> <laughs> you did not see that dude. No, he did have size 27s. I know. Wasn't it the guy from the guy from uh, lockdown? Yeah, it was a stature. Yeah. It was from Van Cole Spectrum, yeah. Spectrum of Delusion or something. I can't remember their name. That's good. No, but, that yeah. band is on Artisan Era, dude. He was not You're in right. that band. They're right. from Europe. <laughs> there were some yeah. yeah, some called this Spectrum, European though. band on our label. Yeah. I just yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. it. No, something called Spectrum, though. Spe- Spectrum of uh, Thatcher's seven foot three uh, shoes up my ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best fucking response, dude. Why don't you yeah. shove up my ass? That was great. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. I love how I won't be like, oh, it's the same fucking Nobody would expect time. you to I say a, that after I have a fucking, yeah. It's like a I have a fucking have, sick history of working at like uh, local uh, metal themed restaurants, dude. I worked at <laughs> <laughs> right. That's so funny to me, yeah. dude. Yeah, dude. I'm the most metal guy here, and I. Alex started working fucking, in kitchens because uh, he yeah. lied in fucking job interviews, and, and he never yeah. had any kitchen experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these motherfuckers were just like, "We're down, dude." Yeah, it was yeah. so sick because I would yeah. go to these restaurants, and Alex would like hook it up. It was the best. But no, talking about, uh, either of these what's, places, what's the fucking burger place anymore. there, Kumas? Are you talking about Kumas? I didn't. I. I, no, I, I, I I almost went to Kumas, but I, but I, but I, uh, I, I was, uh, I, I was, uh, training to be there. I was like working there and I was like, just like cutting tomatoes and shit. Yeah. And I was just, I just like left mid shift. I was like, this stinks, dude. I have a way better kitchen job right now. I'm just going to stick to that. So I left and I was getting texts just fucking blowing them off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yo, where the fuck are Yeah. Well, was, was, the which Kumas was that? Was that one of the new Kumas? Or was it was, the yeah, it was the, it was the nice one in fucking, uh, so just to explain uh, to everyone listening, Chicago. though, they like, had a uh, they had a severed savior not, burger. Yeah, they had the, the, like they a did. decrepit one too. But to people that like don't know what the fuck have never been to Chicago, explain one of you guys explain Kumas to people. Yeah, Kumas Corner is like a metal themed restaurant. They have like burgers that are like uh, named after metal bands, and they just mm. like uh, style the ingredients in a way that uh, yeah, they're nice burgers. They're like sixteen, eighteen dollar burgers or some crazy shit. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, that's like no, that's like a McDonald's in Santa Cruz. Nice anyways, yeah. <laughs> I ate there when they they had a ghost. Yeah, it's a lot of food. Dude. <laughs> yeah, the ghost burger was goat, crazy. It had goat meat on it, and like they put a communion wafer on it. So a, a local Catholic church got pissed off, <laughs> and like I was sitting there eating that burger in front of like two hundred. Yeah, it was protesters. protesters. protesters? Oh, and me man. and my friend were like, we had a couple drinks, and we were like, yeah, like this hill Satan, all this bullshit. And they were like we're sticking crosses in our face. Jesus, dude. Oh, you should yeah. have like, like nibbled one of those fucking wafers like off one of like like one yeah. of your balls. <laughs> um, nom, 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 nom. Yummy Jesus. No, it's like <laughs> Well, you, the thing is, like, people are reporting on it, be like, it's not consecrated, so it doesn't count. But like, it's not just, a bunch of those people. Yeah, yeah, but 
But still, yeah, so why they come out and protest then? It's like go fuck home. It's because they want they want they're like us. We want followers too. Stop using our crackers, dude. Just get them out of there. I live it's in like a, we're just and, crackers and they doubled down on that. They doubled yeah, down like, on it. The, the burger they had after, right after that controversy, was the "I hate God" burger. So yeah, like instead of like saying sorry back. or something, they, they doubled down. On yeah. it. And it wasn't it was even named after the band; it was just the state. <laughs> <laughs> it was just after their natural hatred for the Lord Himself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're making a point. Yeah. It's not E Y E. It's I. Yeah. Yeah. I hate God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Kyrie. I Kuma. I, I, I do hate God. <laughs> you guys that's, ever no, seen that's, that's Treasure literally... Island with fucking Tim Curry? Yeah. yeah. That oh, movie's yeah, sick yeah. as fuck, dude. And then he was yeah. it. Very crazy. You guys that's, ever that's, think that's about that? One of the this few places was that... in Congo, it. And fucking Muppet Treasure Island. Who's got a resume and, like that? And Home Alone 2, dude. What are you talking yeah. about? And yeah, fucking, and Donald Trump's in that movie, too. Can you believe yeah. that shit, dude? <laughs> I forgot all about that. No, I can't because... No, I can't because he did a bunch of crazy cameos in 90s movies. Dude. Yeah. And fucking... Well, dude, well, dude, I mean, in all fairness, Joe Biden was in Eraser, so who gets... <laughs> Yeah, dude. What's what? It? Joe Biden's was like, he really? Come, come on, man. Don't erase me. And then, or, no, oh, okay, not. Okay. I know, okay, that's good. That's good. I was like, I'm looking it up. I'm like, Joe yeah, Biden. McCain, John McCain was in 24, though. That was for real. Yeah. Yeah, John, okay. McCain, John McCain was in 24. What was he in 24? What are you fucking talking about? He was in, he, for real was in 24. He like yeah, just like, walks up to a guy and hands him like some papers and they go. John McCain? Uh, John McCain. How did he hand, did he hand like, like this? cameo? Yeah, he, right, yeah. Like it was a cameo. Like <laughs> John McCain. Like say something like, like yo, I'm no fucking John McCain. Sorry, and then he like. He was like, vote, vote Republican, and then he handed the thing. But no, for real, he was he like, in, his own career on the yeah. show. He was in 24 for sure, dude. Because 24 yeah. kicked Yeah, he ass. was in 24 to sabotage his own career because he was a political puppet. You can man. look it up, man. <laughs> all right, all right. We've got right. deep as shit man. on these this weeds. Is the most, we, we're going to name this episode the weeds. We're going to name this the weeds. I think I, I don't, we might put Warforge on there, but I think it might be the weeds. Weed Forge. <laughs> weed Forge. Weed Forge. Weed Forge. 24 was sick, man. Well, you know, we'll, uh, we'll <laughs> look at we got the weeds in the background the whole time. I knew this was going to happen. So, fucking actually, you know what? Casey put this on here because he couldn't make it and it was like left this as the background. And I was like, I took it off and then I put it back on. I forgot you know? to mention that in the beginning. We love Casey. We miss him, but he, of course, took a night off and it's all good. Everybody's smoking. Love Casey. Memory. Everyone's yeah. doing the pot stuff, dude. That's Yo, here, Stop being so scared over there, Joel. I'm scared fucking, of it, dude. You're, you are scared. Uh, I've literally sold more of it than you've ever smoked <laughs> in your life. <laughs> you're such a fucking lion fucking sack of Me and Bill Robinson? Right are you kidding? Oh, sure. I shouldn't say that. I smoked <laughs> a lot of weed. Neil Robinson <laughs> Siegel? I've been oh, smoking weed longer than I haven't been. Dude, it's been crazy. <laughs> Think about that. Like talking to you guys sometimes. Like I, rem- yeah. I still remember like <clears throat> the day you guys dropped igniting the tesla coil on myspace and i had biked to my friend's house my guitar player dylan at the time i was in a local band from my high school called sensory deprivation 
and I was yeah. going over to my guitar player's house and my friend Eric called me on my phone was like, yo, the Kravenberg just dropped a news track. It's got this crazy, like, acoustic intro. You gotta hear it. So I went over to my Dylan's, my buddy Dylan's house, and I was basically like, move, bitch, and went right on the computer <laughs> and looked it up on MySpace and was just, we both listened to it, and we were just like, like, we couldn't believe me, it, dude. That was me at Spawn of Possession, like, getting the Noctambulant, where they were like, when they released the Lash by Lash, they yeah. released it all early, and I was, was on MySpace, and I was like, what's new Spawn? And I heard that, yeah. and I was like, Oh my God! They're yeah, back. Yeah, that song. Oh, oh God! That was like, the first one they released. Was... Yeah, dude. That oh, really. Sh- I feel like to me that really showed a different side of Decrepit Birth, though, because like you guys did the melodic leadings on the last album, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. This was like whoa. Like it felt like a new level at the time because it was just so like contemporary. Like I hadn't heard anything like that then. Which was Especially crazy. going from Anti Begins, I mean, this is not you know my yeah. band at all. Like going from like Jam with Matt back in like early days to like watching him go melodic and stuff, right. and like go That's like cool. go like you know what? Like he wrote like Anti Begins like when he was in high school. Like that was like yeah his little and he did it like really slow, you know, because there's drummers that couldn't play. It. No one could play it like right. you know it was that so fast. fast. <laughs> and that he had like fucking Kevin Talley play on there, and, and if you had that that demo of uh, Prelude. Uh, with Kevin Talley, it's stall. And then it went to Tim Young's. It's like fucking just like. And that it's funny that that set was like I mean playing with those guys like that was that was my like chill out song. I was like yeah, finally get to chill. The plan like Prelude, fucking where get to mellow out. Like it's Tim Young is like. I want to have a genius drum talk with that dude because I feel like he. I watched his episode that you guys yeah. did with him and, and realizing all these roots he has in rock. Totally. I feel like there's a lot to learn from a dude like that to where, like, I found where my roots are outside of metal or, like, you know, the music I like outside of it does not come from that type of, like, you know, he was yeah. referencing bands like Motley Crue and shit like that. And Ooh, I that's like, that's like the era like, in which he was, yeah. he's like, he's like a decade older than probably. A, yeah he rips he's played in so many contemporary and legacy acts at this point where it's just like the dude's seen so many different parts of the industry child female child yeah he was i know it's fucking crazy man i mean he's on the first hate eternal record he's on the first decrepit he's like 18 he's on fucking divine heresy when he did that shit and then yeah yeah. it's like what if this kid's got a resume that's out of this fucking world? I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, yeah, uh, the cover first stuff was fucking like, yeah, legend. That was yeah, that's insane that he did that. That was like, you know, that's, and then the fucking, to have to record with Hate Eternal means that you have to, I mean, hanging out with like, you know, um, fucking Eric Rutan, he wants it done in one take. He doesn't right. want edits. Like, so, right. If you're going to record with him, that means you're going to play the song. 50 times over and over and over and over again until you get it right. But there's yeah. also an, an interesting separate from this Eric Rutan point, but something that I've been trying to find the answer to the question to, I guess maybe, and maybe it's more obvious in front of me and it's more subjective than I really think it is. But Tim Young brings up this really good point about how he, ba- when he based up that like influence about him, you know, his influence of like these bands like Kiss, Motley Crue, like this more like arena type of like vibe and this real rock vibe and how he brings up the fact that other, like he knows other death metal guys find shit like that corny. And he says it on the episode and it's true. You know what I mean? It's like when you show a dude, it's like if I 
show. Yeah, but if who we gives played a like shit? a disturbed song like... on here, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think kinda... our reaction would generally be that it is like we pick up on the fact that we would find something like that corny. But I want to know why. Why do we do that? Why do? Why is it that connects with you? The... It connects with you. It's like it's a song that can, it might might sound like a totally embarrassing song to show anyone what if else. My reaction like, was just like, are you saying in like a guilty pleasure type of way? <laughs> I mean, it's not. Why was it? It doesn't have to be guilty though. I don't no, I, I agree, but it's like. But I found that out. Like, I found that out later though. I found that in in the beginning when I was like hanging around a bunch of death metal dudes and I had a song okay. that I liked. I would fucking hide that thing like my fucking. It was all headphones only. It was not yeah, like a yeah. fucking out loud thing. And that's why I was talking earlier about Anthony, who's like, I don't give a shit. Fucking right. throw like at the time back in the day, he was throwing on stuff that we were like, This is so lame. But right. we like maybe secretly liked it, but we were like, No, this is lame, dude. Yeah, like, but then there was also bands that I was trying to get you guys to understand, which would be like the human abstract, which was like the crossover between yeah, yeah, shred dude. and the yeah, emo yeah. shit that you guys are always talking shit about. Yeah, that band fucking ripped. Oh, I never, I never heard them. I don't know. I never talked shit. It's about so them. funny that that combination Liar. is really what was Have contemporary I? at the time. Yeah, like, people is. now would just call Human Abstract. Oh, they're a prog band, but it's like, right. yeah, they had this emo prog, sound with yeah. technicality to it. Well, they looked like, prog, they looked like emo guys was the big thing, man. That was yeah, the yeah. fucking yeah. back the then. That mattered, dude. I love it. Alex was like, dude, fucking yeah. It was emo, it was like, so stupid because I thought that band was so sick, and it was just like, who gives a shit that the guy has glasses? Like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I'll wear glasses. <laughs> glasses, dude. Yeah, I yeah. love yeah. I need glasses. Yeah. Dude. It was like it was really cool. Joe, that was a- I will say, like, when I was in high school and I would talk to you guys and have conversations with guys like you and Bill, and like when I would even talk to you guys about bands like Veil vale of Maya and After the Burial and a lot of other contemporary bands, like even BT Bam, I remember Bill telling me that he specifically enjoyed a lot of their music. And it was just inspiring to a kid like me that always felt like there was so much oil and water within these different sub-genres of the same underground type of music that not enough people give a fuck about at the end of the day, like that should in my opinion, because it's such a beautiful scene that we really do have. But, uh, dude, at my age, know, dude, there's no, there's no oil and water. I just don't give it right. It's exactly. Like, it's, it's, it's like sort whatever of that sounds just good. Like, I'll listen I, to Lady Gaga, I'll listen to Maroon 5, I'll listen to Spawn Opposition. I'll listen yeah, to I know. Dude, I want you I'll to, listen, I have a, like, I I'll listen to, I don't give a shit. Like, I'll play it like, I'll, I'll turn, if you bitch about it, I'll turn it up way loud. Yeah. Like, and then you have to listen to it. Like, but when I was <laughs> younger, it was like more about my, like, hey, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, Joseph. I just want to say that I teach at a rock school and I have to hear what is like popular all the time. And I like a lot of it, but I yeah. found a band that's worse than Imagine Dragon. And it's fucking, <laughs> I, like one, I like one song by Imagine Dragon. That's, how, that's a- how bad I am. You guys heard AJR? No. Dude, I, that I fucking hate. You're going to hear it because it's big already See, and you'll find out. But if out you like it, it, it's fine. No, it's not like this shit sucks. This is dude. this is the line in the sand. This is the line in the sand. <laughs> I just I've been waiting to come onto this podcast to tell everyone how much I don't like that band. And I have to teach new music. Me and Trevor gonna listen to it. Songs by a band called the 1975 at your job. I know you love that band. I like the song 1979, so I basically like 1975, the band. Have have you had to teach songs of theirs at your job? No, I haven't taught. I actually, I've only listened to 1975 when you've posted it, but I haven't taught them yet. Oh, shit. You ever had to break it down to a kid and be like, you know, this 
this song really sucks. You Joel, that's a band I think you would one. fuck with, honestly. Because I, I know you me? appreciate I've never done music. that. I love rock. The, 1970, I that. the 1975 is a very progressive pop band, but... It's called the very, 1975? Like, the nineteen seventy five. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll disregard the terrible name, but it's a good band. <laughs> yeah, they're a phenomenal band. I mean, yeah. they're okay, a huge okay, influence okay. on us for sure. In like, it's like don't yeah. don't say an era. Then I'm just saying people are like oh, the nineteen seventy five. I'm like, oh yeah, that was a decent era. The, music. Yeah, but the yeah, I think, it, I think it's just weird, sort of right? like. I get it. Nineteen seventy five, but I thought a fucking. I think it's a cool name. I thought it was from fucking Smashing Pumpkins. I thought you guys were talking about 1979 like half the time. Oh, yeah, no. We're talking about a band called Shakedown 1979. Cool Kids Don't Have the Time. No, that's a a band I have heard of even before Jason. But Jason was the one who really made me pay attention. I'm typing it in right now. And uh, no, I can look at their. From what I've I've, uh, noticed, they definitely are down with making music. You know? I've never heard of fucking. No, but like you could tell when a band's like really all about their shit. Yeah, and they're all yeah. about their shit. They're all super hot. Their music it's... video, the music well, video is pretty dope. I forget what song crazy. it was for, but I remember <laughs> watching Madison Square Garden. Um, Only ninety thousand views. Sorry, where it's like interviewing. He's being interviewed and talking about making the video while the videos. Yeah, that's give the, yourself that's a try. The, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, it's the one off the new record, right? Uh, oh, is it? What's the what's the one song the, happiness the, the ballad that they had on like the later track seven or eight? All I need to hear. Yeah, that video. I think he's talking. Are you talking about? Are that you sure? Video? Yeah, it, it it's like the Everybody's... it's kind of like this. Doc- is he wearing a red wig? <laughs> no, no, but it's like a documentary style. Right. Oh yeah, that is that is that's the one you're talking about, Alex. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed. Yeah, dude. I, thought that was, video, dude. I thought that was cool. Uh, yeah. Different, interesting music. The way they type approached music their, their music, and and yeah, they they were all playing live too. Okay, I so if you had to pick one song yeah. for me to listen to, because I'm gonna go downstairs and hang out with some people. Uh, something off put... their new album, I would probably say like either. Well, actually, I would either say if you're too shy, let me know, which is like sonically as a metal. If you come. Okay. Knowing you as a metal dude, I would say listen to that track because sonically, that's Boom. where it's at. The hooks are on 10. You're getting this general vibe of what they're really good at doing. And it's is there not... a way to watch it without looking at them? Uh, I mean, you can listen, uh, just go you on can Spotify listen and to listen to the songs. Dude, just, just fucking... Yeah, <laughs> is there a way to watch it without got looking, out by at looking at them? And I'm sorry, I know Why, I'm not he's hot. To be... I don't he's, really he's like hot. that. YouTube video. <laughs> No, no, it's just I don't. Think he's hot. Good. He's hot, and he's not using it in the right way. He's got like this weird, fucking shitty, fucking uh, what do you call mohawk? It's like half cut. I can tell oh, right I away. Think that's probably an older pick. I, I mean, I don't like, know. You can do it better if you're that hot. Do it better. That's all I'm saying. If you have those looks, <laughs> might as well like look better. I mean, I think he's like that. Like 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 we're start saying that bands. Yeah, that band's <laughs> been like doing that for the Edgar haircut. I'm like, no, man, you're way too hot for the Edgar. We're not doing the Edgar. I'm gonna start no, saying that to my clients at work. There's been times where I, I sit down with my barber and I'm like, just make me look sick, dude. I don't fucking care. Just do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't dude, just do whatever. People you... come in, there's haircuts I hate. There's haircuts I fucking hate. Well, Alex is yeah, a hot yeah. guy, so I want to know what his fucking hair tips are, man. <laughs> what? Well, my what do you do with your hair, from? dog? Well, every morning I pour a bottle of Sprite into my hair. <laughs> 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 and I rinse it. Grow it out till it gets matted. And that's cut my it off. that's my daily in, uh, and. And I rinse it for four minutes in hot water. 
<laughs> then I rub my head with a Brillo pad. Hell yeah. Nice. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how you get the volume. Okay, I see. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right, it's guys. Up. Well, we're uh, three and a half hours in. Yeah, well, yeah. We're, we're working stuff guys. tomorrow. But that was fucking rad. That was yeah, fucking dude. A, had a, a great time tonight, You know what? Sure. That was fucking bananas, so I'm going to go ahead and do this. Thanks for popping. Are we rating anybody? My podcast, Cherry. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, Tim, thanks for coming on. Hearing how you fucking got into shit was fucking rad. Yeah, man. Fucking Anthony, do your closing stuff because I'm going to rate someone. So you are rating somebody. That's another thing. Max Anomalous. Nice. So we got to say goodbye to those people because I've Vincent was like, dude. You guys just like shoot us over to the raid, and, and it was like this awkward ending. So, who gives a shit? Goodbye, Vincent people that are leaving, doing, dude. <laughs> Fucking Vincent's like your dumber brother, dude. <laughs> no, uh, he's Vincent's not. He's good. actually smarter than way smarter than me. <laughs> I know he got like a brain science degree or something. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just biochemistry and biological sciences, dude. Double major. <laughs> 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 Dude, you should be wearing some 3D glasses right now. <laughs> it's funny that we switched to bananas right at the end. Yeah. It's been weed all night, but to say goodbye, it's bananas, guys. Yeah, that's yeah. Down. And that's what this show is, dude. It's Hell fucking yeah. weed and bananas, dude. Hell yeah. Right. But, that's dude, yeah, yeah, no, I had a really good time. Too late. I have one final thing, which is do it. I got to chill Jason at fucking chicago domination fest and he sold merch for to violently vomit as of now he's actually the official uh retailer for to violently vomit that's what's up um oh yeah and and uh it was really fun hanging out with you and the wormhole guys and uh kicking it and i really appreciate you coming out and support and oh fuck yeah man so yeah dude hanging out with max too that night too yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, anytime anytime you go any of you guys are in Chicago, hit us any any of oh, us up yeah. ever. So oh, we're yeah. always down. Yeah, we'll try That's to fucking hang for sure. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're big on bringing the culture to you. We yeah, should oh, guys yeah. we I still want to tour with you guys, so let's let's make something yeah. happen at some okay, point. Man. Love oh, yeah. that. that keep me in your thoughts. I oh dude, trust <laughs> and me, prayers. you're always in the fucking thoughts, bro. <laughs> thoughts you, you always too. are. Even if <laughs> we have no opportunities. I gotta get hitched to the Warforge train, bro. I gotta yeah, take a fuck ride. yeah, man. Cool. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. All right, yeah, dude, all. I'm gonna go play some Pokemon all night. Super yeah. cool, Shannon, <laughs> dude. Oh yeah, have fun, man. I gotta pick up the physicals tomorrow. You gotta get them physicals, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotta get physical. I'm gonna get, get the. Physical. I'm getting the double I pack. Get... I pre-ordered it. I always do that because like those games end up getting worth a lot of money and like once they get older. So it's like I'll sell the physicals at some point. I mean, yeah, I probably yeah. never will, but. Uh, you telling yourself, dude, Fuck I, yeah. I, <laughs> oh yeah, new record, new record, twenty twenty three. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> by June 9th Google Warforge or find that link tree. Where was that link tree where all the shit was? Oh god, I'm link tr dot ee slash Warforge band. Boom. Boom. Yeah, there it is. And uh, about Forge Coffee, go get your coffee from those guys, please. I probably will. How about the homies? Hell Check yeah. out the fucking anomalous shredder. And uh, we're, we're not going right to be here next week because uh, Thanksgiving. I might be here because I have to not <clears throat> do anything with anyone. Well, maybe you could do a solo bolo. <laughs> so if you guys, solo you guys hit me up and just we'll let oh, you yeah. come on and I'll add you in one at a time. Last questions, hang out, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I just made yeah. it up right now. 
the, the, yeah, sick the silverback onto the chat. Oh, what up? Uh, here's All right. Next. Have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great weekend. We love you guys. We'll see you soon. See you, yeah. dudes. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't fucking plan that, dude. You went too quick. I thought it was gonna be like a fucking. What do you mean, dude? I just fucking. I was raiding while you were doing that. I can't do like nine things at once, dude. Just because you can hold your arms up like two arms at the same time doesn't mean I can. I can.